Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Here's my story. It's sad but true. It's about a girl that I once knew. She took my love, then ran around with every single guy in town. Welcome to Gen Exhaustion. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm Jess. I'm Merle. Uh, we're, we're starting off with a boomer song today. <laughs> Girls pick. You want to enlighten us, buddy? I just dedicate that to Russell Gage. Why? Because he's hurt. Yeah, plays football. That happens. Run around and got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he got a concussion. Did his best Tua impersonation on Monday Night Football. Which, when did Monday Night Football start in the playoffs, by the way? I noticed that. Is that new this year? That's got to be new. It's always the weekend. Because I always recall in like the, uh, well, usually week 16, but last year was week 17. You're, you're, you're morning, Monday night football. You're like, oh, this is the last one. It's the last maybe, gen- oh, God. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering, but I want to say after 9-11, because how we like paused pretty much everything for almost like a, at least a week. But I think NFL was like a week or two weeks. I think they, I think they did move a playoff game to Monday Night Football. I think I, I, I want to say I remember that. Maybe so, I just, I just feel like this one felt like they, an outlier. I felt like the playoffs have been relegated to like Saturday and Sunday for years. Well, no, no. It, usually they have, as far as I understand, they have. It's just, I, I think in like extreme circumstances, it's been done before. I guess we got like an extra Manning cast and everything. But yeah, um, and as usual, uh, for like the better part of the last couple of days, Earl's been. You can't shut him up about this, and we get him on the air. Why are you all fired up about Russell Gage? Why? No, I'm. I'm just letting you guys do your thing and and talk your feelings out because mine is very simple. Two weeks ago, we get a guy who gets hit, stands up, falls back down, carted off the field, and everybody's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! What did we do? 
Coach was like, I'm going to the hospital. We're not playing this game. Uh, because his heart stopped then, on the field. The defibrillators then, were out. How many times do we have to review this with you? That When has okay, that happened? Then, okay, I see this question. Let's this week, and then this week, the guy's playing and everything happens and goes to catch a ball, gets hit, stands up, falls back down. The, all the people are there. They're like on their knee and trying to take care of him. He gets carted off the field. They're like, he'll be fine. All right, let's go. Yeah. Same thing happened with Tua like a month or like six weeks ago. Same, same thing's happened with a lot of players this season. What, what's your beef? Just, that's, that's just my point. One guy, uh, you know, they stopped his heart stopped or whatever. This guy might have a concussion, might have a fractured back. We don't know. But two weeks ago, not a playoff game. This week, playoff game. We're finishing this game. Because one how, guy- are, how are you saying that his might have his heart might have stopped or whatever? Yeah, and Earl, we went over this last week. What happened to Demar Hamlin? We actually put a timeline on it. Hadn't happened in professional sports for fourteen years. What happened to Russell Gage happens all the fucking time. All I'm saying, man, is they should have played that the Monday night football still, two weeks ago. Still it's it's over. It's not gonna be played. We're in the playoffs now. Like, uh, I don't exactly understand why you're point, so dude. why you're That's dug it. Exactly like I even point. like I I check this out. I learned some new information, and I changed my mind about it. Like, why are you just so dug in about this? Because that's my point. It happens, <laughs> and people are like, oh, we're not Hearts going to don't stop game. on the field but all then, the time. But they, then all of a sudden, we're in the playoffs, and it's like, uh, I hope we'll be fine. All right, continue. But okay, it's so not hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on, because I, okay. I, the, the, I'll let you guys get back to chasing his tail in a second. But I, I gotta, I got I'm sorry. What are you? Okay, that's my point. I don't want to hear that. I want you to answer this question with an with something besides those words. Okay. Now, are you upset that with Hamlin when his heart stopped that they canceled the game and all that, and they didn't cancel it with this guy with a concussion, or are you upset that they canceled it? But they shouldn't have canceled. But they should have canceled the game with the guy with the concussion. They shouldn't have played. What? Like I don't understand. Like you didn't want them to stop the game, and that well, I'm not done. You didn't want them to stop the game when the guy's heart stopped. You've made that crystal clear. If that was not your intention, you miscommunicated that. Was that your intention? Yes or no? That I miscommunicated what? Did you think the teams when Demar Hamlin's heart stopped and they had to do everything with the, with CPR and defibrillator? Did you think those teams should have continued playing? Yes. Okay. So why are you upset that teams continued playing? Because once it got to the playoffs, that's the only thing that changed. Okay. No, it so, is not. Okay. So you're upset because it's in the playoffs? See, here's the thing. They did what you wanted, and you're still upset. So you're either A, lying about why you're upset. No. B, you don't know why you're upset. They have a double standard. They should have played two night two Mondays ago, but they were so frippin' worried that he was gonna die. But then this guy has, you know, gets carted off the field and has to have a neck brace and everything. And people are like, "Well, well, well hope he's fine. We got a playoff game to finish." It's their double standard, is what I'm saying, Rich. If you're gonna stop but you're, it, because but, but that's conjecture. That's you think that's why the game went on. Like it's it's an injury that happens all the time. Like what happened to Demar Hamlin no happened idea. for. If he had a spinal cord injury or not, 
They had no idea. The guy stood up and fell down just like DeMar Hamlin did. They knew when he left the field, his fingers and toes were moving. And what they did know about DeMar Hamlin whenever they did stop the game was that he did not have a heartbeat. He had a heartbeat when he went to the uh, hospital. Yeah, after they they revived him twice. Twice. And that only works. You can read varying statistics on it, but reviving someone and them surviving, like the revival, only works somewhere between 10 and 50% of the time. And it's obviously, I know that's a huge skew of a statistic. Well, you Please got understand. Like, what is it? You got like less than four minutes to start CPR. Yes. I mean, to even to even have like a 1% chance to save somebody. So basically, if that would have happened in public, he'd have probably died. Yes. Right. Unless he went down right next to a defibrillator station in a Walmart or something. I, I don't to ask die. you guys to agree with me. It's just my opinion. It, if, they sh- if they didn't want to play it then then they shouldn't have played it this Monday, and they did. It, it makes no sense but, to me. Okay, the guy fine, fine. Who came out and said... The guy get carted off. Okay, but besides you, who said that they shouldn't have finished the game Monday? Who, where's Where's the public outcry of, oh, they should have finished the game? I I haven't heard any. Then maybe you're, like, being contrarian to be contrarian? Like, I don't know what to tell you, but, like... Yeah, I, I'm a, dude, I think you salty because it costs you a championship, and you just pissy about that, and you're trying to cover <laughs> it up with this bullshit. Yep, and I'm right. He'll never admit it, but I'm right. Can we move on now? Because I'm tired I'm of dealing with this bullshit. I'm just saying it's a double standard, that's all. Yeah, okay. Someone we move being on now? dead is not the same thing as someone being injured. Sorry. Yes, okay. we can. Let's, let's agree to disagree on this one. Okay. Well, we're moving on, then, to <laughs> totally just shifting gears here. And we're moving on to the uh, new Martin Luther King statue. Where's it at? Oh, Papa, please hold. I think it was it Philly. Perhaps. Uh, I just read it. Like, just read the whole damn thing. Wait. It's in Boston. Okay. Uh, backlash ensued after monument meant to honor Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King and his wife Coretta Scott King's legacy in Boston was unveiled. The 20 foot tall, 40 foot wide, the Embrace statue was unveiled Friday on Boston Common, where King gave a speech on April 23rd, 1965, to a crowd of 22,000. All right, so basically it's a it's a statue inspired by a picture of uh, Martin Luther King and his wife giving each other a hug. And the artist decided just to take the arms and shoulders and disembody them from the rest of the bodies in the picture. So you just have... Giant, uh, I mean, give me a color besides shit bronze. that you use to describe it. Is that? Bronze. It actually is bronze. Like, the whole statue is solid bronze. Okay. Okay. Um, I always thought bronze was lighter. My bad. Uh, see? Racist. That's it. That's it. That's that internal, uh, or not, what is it? Uh, unconscious uh, bias, un- Rich. Unconscious bias. I expect everything to be white. White earth. But anyways, um, and I mean, look, it's getting it's getting shit because it's it's a shitty fucking speech of modern art. It's 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 a goddamn modern art. Does this supposed to look shit. like a heart or something? I, I have no idea. And I mean, the takes on it from people who, by the way, have no fucking no skin in the game on shitting on MLK. Okay, this is these are comments I've seen online. Comments I've I've seen from people I've known on their fucking page. Race was never brought up. They're just like. 
it looks like a dick. Uh, someone reaching to hold a dick. It also, I've someone said it looks like someone trying to hold a giant turd. And I'm like, yeah, to all that, pretty much. See, I say the turd. Now, dick maybe it's like a chode, but his, his own family said, uh, that was related to Credit Scott King said it, that it's a ten million dollar waste. Yeah, I mean, I see. This is, uh, eh. I mean, I, I fuck it. Uh, I, here's the epilogue to a rant from a few months ago. This is the type of shit you see in fucking. Okay, this is in Boston, first of all. And let's be honest, here, huh. Boston, <laughs> Boston don't have the best fucking history when it comes to racial fucking uh, what? Uh, 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 relations. Um, so this is a point being made, and it's a political statement. Make no fucking mistake about it. Which probably means from the top down that everyone was getting their marching orders to find the most politically advantageous person to promote their fucking whatever the fuck. And instead of, like, I don't know, finding a competent artist or someone who, a team to design something and hand it off to an artist who can riff on that, who's has a body of work or at least a portfolio of, 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 of ideas to where you know they're going with that because... That's some body horror shit. This is something out of a David Cronenberg movie. This is, I don't understand this how this not, was ever seen as like loving. It's almost I can imagine young children being frightened of this. I'm not even exaggerating. They're put. They're those are the those are the pre-gay kids we talked about last week. But they'd be frightened. But still, young pre-gay children will be frightened of this thing. And to me, this is one of those things where I'm like, there are many signatures on this. Like, like, I'm just amazed, like, you know, this wasn't like, oh, you know, like they, they, they said do it on Monday and it was built by Friday. I mean, it, this was months, years probably. And this piece of shit, it ain't in the fucking, na- it ain't in the rich white neighborhoods. It ain't in the rich black neighborhoods. You know, the neighborhoods where motherfuckers got a piece of paper from a college says they get an extra check for teaching some bullshit that says this needs to go up in the middle of Boston. And it, it, this is good art. It ain't in their neighborhood. I, they don't care. I found it so funny. They're like, take down these statues of history and the racialness and blah, blah, blah. And then something that they're supposed to be happy about, something they're supposed to celebrate. They're like, it looks like shit. They're never the un- happy. The un- First of all, the unveiling. I, I get why they did it in January, his birthday. It's around blah, 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 blah. Holy shit. It's January in Boston. The tarp wasn't on the fucking thing. It was half off before they even fucking unveiled it. So it's kind of like everyone's standing there like, sure, finish the job. The wind started and we'll act like we're seeing it for the first time for the cameras. So, but I mean, so, I mean, and the point of bringing it up is they, they, they saw half of it, but they were still in shock when they pulled the fucking tarp off because it went from the very much applause sign. Yeah. to Yeah. What the, the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah. You literally hear the fucking air get sucked out. I've only heard that at sporting events and large gatherings. It is amazing how much of a miss this is. And $10 million, I'm sure Boston could have used that to help the people in the marginalized communities of Boston a lot more than this piece of shit will ever help. But hey. Some bougie-ass sedity committee white and black folks got to get to sit around, drink with tea with their pinkies out at the next mixer talking about what they did for the, the, the poor Negroes down the street that they don't have to fucking look at. Can we tear down this statue? First of all, 
They built this motherfucker like you ain't tearing shit down. You ain't pulling that down without a semi. This is a big motherfucking hunk of metal. That ain't coming down with, with some fucking angry fucking 17, 18-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't going nowhere in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not going to look like uh, Saddam Hussein coming down. Like, is that supposed to be like somebody's head and somebody's chest? Like, I'm trying to figure out what that's actually supposed to be. It's supposed that's to be their I'm... arms. Yeah, it's that's just what... their arms. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking something out of... It's body horror is something out of an... David Cronenberg, The Thing, or The Fly type fucking movie, man. It's like, it's kind of disturbing looking. I don't know any other way to put it. So, yeah. But what, this is the type of shit. I don't care what politician. I don't, right wing, left wing, what, what, what part of the, the Omni party that they fucking claim to be part of doesn't matter to me. I don't give, or excuse me, the uni, uni party, not the Omni party. Uh, doesn't matter to me. Why are we putting politicians who, who are like, yeah, $10 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, that's the bill we know about. How much was fucking scammed and skimmed behind the scenes? Yeah, right. Like, I, if we have to put devils in charge of us because people are too stupid to say no to demons who wander the fucking earth and call themselves politicians, then why the fuck can't we at least pick ones who are frugal? Right? It's like... What was the hidden cost of this? What was the money that got spread around to get this built? Motherfucker, I'm a literate man. I've read the screw tape diaries. Okay? I'm just saying, Wormwood was not out spending like a drunken sailor on leave. All right? <laughs> I want frugal demons. New band name. I call it frugal demons. We're open for the feisty cadavers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, rant over. Sorry. Go ahead. Any other thoughts, or, or or should we move on from this this wonderful piece of modern art? No, I'm just saying they they gave it their effort, you know. And from from a generation that doesn't like to be reminded of the things that happened in history, it's no surprise that whatever would have came out from under there, they were like ill. No. I want you to know that uh, the domain frugaldemons.com is available. I'll go park that bitch. better act now before we air this. <laughs> right. Listen, I have a problem with buying domain names. I'm just... Okay, weirdo. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> an issue. I don't know. I don't know. Whoa. I figured out I could, and then I started. I feel like we should... I feel like this is something we should do some digging on. No. Well, yeah, because, it, dude, it's like you think you know somebody. Right? I mean... Like this is like my ex-wife. Like I, we, I think we've been dating for like six months, and we're in a restaurant, and all of a sudden, I catch her slipping fucking silverware in her purse, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She goes, "I always steal from every restaurant we go to. You just caught me for the first time." I'm like, "Bitch, these last six months have been a lie. <laughs> I feel just for family. You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> <saying? laughs> I, I have. Told I, want, you. I want. I want some of the highlights of what you have bought. Oh, I hey, 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 hold up. Hold up. First of all, none of the sites y'all sick fucks are thinking. I can guarantee you that. Okay, I'd have heard about Or maybe that. not. Bad news travels quick in my family. So, yes. Okay, so hey, I will tell you. Porn cells. I will tell you my, my, best, my best one, the, my favorite one that I don't know what to do with. That's not really my favorite. It's one of my favorites. Um, I own BigDickEnergyOnABudget.com. See? It started out as a joke, and then I couldn't stop 
I, I had to follow through with it. <laughs> I've renewed it three times now. I haven't done a fucking thing with it, but it's mine. I think I have four. We should redirect Christopher Media to that site. Fucking <laughs> spent. Well, that website and done nothing with it. That domain name done nothing with it. It's only ten dollars for the whole year. So I've spent thirty dollars for bragging rights to say that I own Big Dick Energy on a budget dot com. Oh, all right. Hey, listen, we got a lot of topics to get. Is this to. is this like the is this like Gen? Gen Z. Is this like millennials version of Beanie Babies? Like you think it's something, but it's really is just worthless. It's just like is it? It's like we're gonna throw them away when you die. No, no. one's gonna, we're just gonna resell your fucking just not renew it. <laughs> I'll tell <laughs> you what it me. is. Is if you remember whenever you were first coming up with screen names, you could have like a, a screen name without numbers in it. I'm trying to okay. get a hold of the domains before it becomes like, you know, there's so many people and so many different domains that are taken, like screen names were that they all had just have to have numbers at the end of it that make no fucking sense. No, no, I know. And there was uh, there was a guy on. It was a local morning show here in Detroit, the Drew and Mike show. And they called him. I don't know if he was a, if he just had one appearance and it just stuck in my mind or if he was a repeat guest. But he would buy up domain names of celebrities and then try to sell them back to him. And he got to the point where he's like, he would buy like SylvesterStallone.com, net, org, like everything he could get, basically. And I think like besides edu and .gov, he could pretty much get anything. Money pretty much ruled ruled the roost. So I'm just saying it's it's a thing. I mean, they didn't think highly of the gentleman on that show, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a thing. So yeah. it's true. All right, what direction y'all want to go in? You just want to lean lean into politics? Well, let's oh. just go one direction. Ah, wow, <laughs> wow, me without my rim shot. Uh, we can talk about the. White House struggling with their messaging over the classified documents, which I'm going to need someone to explain to me because I read the article and I, I've been hearing all of this, but how, how are we writing news articles about how they're struggling? We, we see that you're struggling to get the messaging clear. We understand. Well, it's just, they got caught doing the thing that they were railing against railing on this summer. Right. I mean, that's the, the clip of Biden worn out. What, what did he call it? Uh, what were his descriptors this summer? Like irresponsible or what? I don't know. Yes. He doesn't yes. know what he says. I don't know what he says either. <laughs> well, but yeah, I got caught doing this. Because initially it was like, oh, well, it didn't leave the White House. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, oh, 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 there's a couple boxes at his home in Delaware. It's crazy. Uh, my Again, my rabbit ears are up on this because this is, this was, they knew about this before the election and kept it quiet. Like this the is the midterm election, yeah, right? This yeah. is the second election where something's come out about Biden and they've kept it like, what the fuck? Like, mm -hmm. okay, so what we're talking about here is in reference to the fact that he had Biden had classified documents from his time as vice president, which means he couldn't have classified them. He would, he could, Trump could have. D, or excuse me, he couldn't have declassified them himself. Trump could have declassified documents and then take as unlikely as that probably is. He could have legally done that and been within his rights. Biden legally couldn't do that. So the, am I correct? Is this, this what the, the branding and the, you know, how are we going to spin our story? 
Is this the story that, that they're trying to spin? Uh, well, just the fact that the, there are the documents, yes. I mean, it's real simple. We tried to impeach Trump. You wanted to bring him up on criminal charges. You let Hillary get away with it. If you let Biden get away with it. Okay, you're show, we're showing clear, clear, clear favoritism. Yeah. And like that's... If you love- I, I asked in the chat, who's really, which party's really the threat to democracy? Because I can tell you two instances in the last year where it seems like one side suppressing information to make them look. Now, trust me, I understand it goes on on both sides, right? But this is, this is kind of like me being like, uh, you know, uh, the, the people who were aghast at Trump the last few years when he did the shit right out in front of them. To me, I'm like, I guess, you know, it, it, it's one of those things, well, I thought they did it, but damn, they do that shit, huh? Yeah. So maybe it's me losing a little bit of my, what, what, the tiny shred of innocence I had left. I think Trump stirred, or fuck stirred, kicked the hornet's nest in D.C. so fucking hard that it, it sent some of them fucking for a loop and it, like they forgot. They just started pulling tactics out their ass. They're like, oh, wait a minute. We're not supposed to do this in public. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, whoops. Our bad. That's how pissed off we were. I Honestly, I, I, I at this point, what else is it? What else is it? I'm, I, the, the, the longer this shit goes on, the more and more this shit comes out and how you had tech corporations and media corporate medias uh, 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 media outlets just... Basically, you can't even say being strong-armed by the Biden administration because the Biden administration called and they were already like, they were already showered. They had got down on their hands and knees, took the fucking, the shower thing off the wall and sprayed their booty hole clean and were just like on all fours spread like, here, daddy, come get it. He walked in the room and it was just booty up, ready to fuck. They never once were like, no, we're not doing this shit. Why is there not riots in the streets over this? Right? I've been trying, like, especially the stuff that came out with the Twitter files. I don't understand that. Like, we actually have, like, shit we should be worried about going on. And the people who've been screaming about America's dying the last fucking seven years, not a fucking peep. I think that it's because they're going... Riots aren't going to do anything. Protests aren't going to do anything. They are. You've seen what Brazil's been doing with their protest for months and months and months. Now it's not doing shit. And they keep airing those stories showing people like, yeah, it's not going to change anything. Stay home, stay comfortable. It's cold outside. And that's kind of the whole point. Like they were doing all the shit in front of our face. And then it's truly like, what are you going to do about it? Uh, yeah. Yes. I the, the boldness with which this shit has happened. I mean, I'm sure it started before, but I think the, 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 the the slap in the face moment for pretty much everybody was Epstein. Yeah. And it was like, you really just did that in front of us. And they were like, yeah. And they just did gangster shit. They were just straight up. They straight up came in and godfathered. The situation was like, yeah, what you thought you saw? Yeah, you didn't see that. Yeah. And we're like, no, we did. And they're like, no, we did. They're like, we're going to yell it from the mountaintop. Yeah, well, we control the mountaintop. You're not allowed up there. You can yell it at the bottom of the mountain where no one gives a fuck. But it didn't happen. Doesn't matter what you yell. That's power. That's true power. Yeah, man. That's what, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We'll never see that list. With the amount of power on that list, we'll never fucking see that list. Ever. But I mean, like, to to be that gangster with it and just open with the shit. Like, I thought they were brazen with Bush in 2000. Like, this is, but like, that at least, they at least got the Supreme Court and, and threw up a facade of, like, yeah, we got the courts involved. Yeah, to come in and rule for fucking their buddy, Daddy Bush. Yeah, we got it. But this... I mean, but, and here, see, here's the thing. 
I'm saying that, and someone right now is cussing, going, fuck that motherfucker. Fuck him, that commie fuck. We're we bleeding heart liberal, blah, blah, blah. You still think that the parties are, it's, it's your flavor of bullshit. It's all the same people, man. They're all dining from the same trough. Mm-hmm. They just pretty it up for us, and we fall for it every time. We fall for it, particularly on the show, every week. Yep. Every week. So, yeah. No one's immune to propaganda. Go read Jackaloo. Might learn something. Just say it, folks. Even if People. your flavor is, I don't like propaganda, there's a propaganda, that flavor for you. The, the, the Bill Hicks joke of, you know, oh, Bill's going for the cynical dollar. No, I'm not, you fucking cocksuckers. Stop putting a fucking dollar sign. Oh, the angry dollar. Huge in times of recession. Bill's very smart to do that. Yeah. The people we hate, people who people who hate people dollar. <laughs> do, do we know how these documents were found in Biden's home? They were found what before the? They were found in 2020. Like they were found what was it summer 2020? No, no, in Biden's home. I thought they were found in November of 2022. Or no, okay. were the Biden? Wait, maybe I'm getting it wrong here. The documents were from when Biden was vice president. Yes, which means he had had to have had them since 2017. Yes. Okay. All right. But how did they find, like, how was this found in Biden's home? Did they, Because with Trump, they went and raided Mar-a-Lago. Did they raid Biden? That, I, mean, I do not they, know. If they well, did, the Google it was like, it was like, you know, ring. Yeah, we're going to come by whenever it's convenient for you. Let us know. We'll be there. I, I highly doubt it was like, it was not a fucking media circus event like it was with Trump because we didn't see it or hear about it. And where Chris was just like, I'm going to Google it. Good, good point. Why don't we know how they found that? But we know how they found Trump's. Yeah. Hmm. Why is that? Hmm. Maybe because he was an outsider coming in going, look, if I'm an idiot and I can do this, this is all bullshit, folks. You ain't figured it out yet. But, yeah. The documents were found in a locked closet at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy. As they were clearing out the offices. Other lawyers. Uh, but that was the initial discovery on November 2nd. Which was kept quiet until well after. Yeah, but that was one. Well, they found it in the White House. So let's see. How did they find? This one says lawyers found more classified documents at Biden's home. Well, there you go. How? Right. That's a YouTube video. I don't want to click on it and have it make noise. Um, well, if his lawyers found those documents and turned them over, that's an old political trick. When you, okay, when you're a politician and you're like, let's say you're a politician in Detroit and you're one of, you, I mean, you're one of the many politicians in Detroit who's on the take. When your colleague gets busted, you have to stand out from him. You have to separate yourself from him. You have to publicly make distance between him and you or them and you, whatever they may identify as. Uh, and they usually, you know, I was, they donated money and this person took illegal money and now there's a federal investigation. I got money from some donations. I don't know what here. I'm returning it. I have, I don't want this money. You see what I'm saying? Like, it seems like, like, Hey, we really want to get Trump on this. So, Hey, we found these We're Biden's lawyers. We found these because they found them in, in his office at his pen. What? what was it? Jess, his pen. Uh, it's one of his offices in the White House yeah. that he used to have. The oh, Penn I thought it was Biden office. Center. And then the other ones they found at his house. Penn, Bi Penn sounds like it's in Pennsylvania. And isn't that his home state? Yeah, yeah this was one in North I thought his home state was Maryland. Del or Delaware. Delaware. Oh. He grew up in Scranton. Yes. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, my point is, is that it's it's to me it's it it stinks of trying like, hey, look, we, but look, they weren't in his personal in his personal possession. They weren't on his property. They're at the Biden Penn Center, or whatever the fuck. And we're his lawyers, and we came to you, and we're when you see what I'm saying. I, it, it just it doesn't feel right. It, one feels like like you went after a guy the way you go after somebody who is of Trump's stature in the business world, and the other one you went you basically let you know him come in and, and dictate the terms of his surrender to you, which is like. No, that's not how this works. You, you, I, I, am I making sense? Is anyone else yeah. seeing this? No, no, or is I'm this kind of lost on everybody? No, you, you make sense. They're doing the same thing with the files that they did with the Ukraine. They went after Trump for all his business dealings and all the shit that had he had going on with Ukraine, trying to show that Russia was colluding and uh, fucking up the election. But when they talked to Biden and Hunter Biden about it, their dealings, they were like, what dealings? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, well, here's the, here's the other thing. When it, but Trump's dealings in Ukraine. What did Trump do in Ukraine? I'm still waiting for. I'm no, no, no. I'm waiting for the de- not from oh. any of y'all, from the motherfuckers who are who are reporting it in the in the very serious tone. And they have the they they come back from commercial. And there's no bumper music, and it's a very serious story. And you know, I don't know. I, just, I the whole thing just reeks of bullshit to me, and it just seems like it's once again, it's either favoritism or you're targeting Trump because either the default is how Biden is being treated and handled about find him finding him having these type of documents when he's not supposed to. Either that's the default or how Trump's treated is the default. So who's getting either fucked? Or the free pass. And that will tell you probably who's got more power out of the two. <laughs> At least right now as far as the people who can go after it. So, yeah, I know. No one talks about this in the news. This is nothing no one wants to think about. Dick jokes are incoming. We'll dumb it back down for everybody. Right. Sorry, I was trying to look something up and I fell into my own little personal rabbit hole. I just... <laughs> you said the Trump-Ukraine thing and I had totally forgotten about... Not forgotten about the the phone call, but I didn't realize somehow I didn't put together that Trump had called Zelensky to ask him about Hunter Biden. Uh, we're and, both reading about it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you, it, I wasn't, I wasn't too far off the path then. But like, the accusation I got was he did he had business dealings with oligarchs, and I'm like. Uh, so in other words, he had business dealings in what used to be the USSR because that's all that is over there. Didn't we go through this when Russia attacked Ukraine and invaded them? All the oligarchs and I mean, very quietly, they didn't just say, you know, all the Russian ones are bad, but they kind of let the Ukrainian ones have, you know, kind of give them a pass. Let's cut from this. People are the same fucking people. So once again, what? So what did he do? Because what I'm hearing is he did something that you all do, but he's not in your little club, so he he can't get away with it. That's how it looks. He threatened to with he withheld funding from allegedly from Ukraine uh, uh, because he wanted uh, Ukraine to look into uh, Joe and Hunter Biden. And what do, okay, what does that have to do with his business dealings before he was ever elected president in Ukraine? That these people have been hammering him about. And about him being a Russian asset 
and them holding that over him along with the piss tape that has never fucking surfaced, by the way. Uh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And that's not what they're talking about. I don't want a straw man answer for a straw man problem. I want an answer for the real fucking issue I brought up. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything. The only thing the thing is there's a Wikipedia page about the Trump Ukraine scandal. That's where they I went, they went after exactly. They went after Trump about Ukraine before he was ever elected. In fact, they kind of laughed about it at first until he started winning. And then they started taking it serious. Go back and watch Bill Maher. I think it was the episode with um oh shit, Ann Coulter. Where she said, Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States. And the entire fucking studio, including the cameraman, he la they laughed so hard. The cameraman laughed so hard that the camera was shaking with his laugh. A professional fucking in Hollywood cameraman. Those guys are like, you could drop a bomb next to them, they don't break. That's how hard everyone was laughing at this one. In this episode. Go back and watch the episode. I'm telling you, they attacked him for his business dealings in Ukraine. With oligarchs. And oh and, and in Russia. And I'm just like, yeah, of course. That whole region is lousy with oligarchs. The fuck do you, the fuck do you think happened when when communism fell and everything left around from the government was just left around for people to pick up and sell? What do you think would happen? That they'd all burn it in a big pile and sing kumbaya and hold hands? So this is this is what I'm talking about. This is the shit. Start demanding these answers from your fucking media and stop consuming media who won't answer these fucking questions. And damn sure don't consume any media who won't even ask the question. They're not allowed to. Then find the media that is. Yeah. The difference between underground and mainstream is how many people call themselves for fame. Find the media that isn't afraid and make them the mainstream. I can't really Keep find anything really about Trump and Russian oligarchs stated before like 2018. Yeah, same. Okay, so is this like a concern? Uh, like, was this just a complete? Okay, there is a complete possibility. I am completely misremembering the dates: 2016, 2018. I, I'm willing to entertain that possibility as long as you're also willing to entertain that there is a possibility just as strong that there were people on Bill Maher's show before Trump was elected who was going at him hard about this shit, sure. and it was in the most vague terms. Broad strokes I'd ever fucking heard. I hated Trump at that point. I did not want the man at all, period. And even I was sitting there defending him to the fucking television. No. Now, my point still stands, though. So it's, oh, oh, I'm sorry. It hasn't been seven years since this shit, or it's eight years, or so, yeah, seven years since this shit started. It's been five. Okay, what's his deal in since 2018, according to them? Oh, uh, that they helped him get elected. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's the exact shit they were saying it's russian bots it's paid for russian bots because he's a russian you don't remember that chris you don't remember us talking about that on the show oh. before he was elected oh yeah and how that was just the that was the accepted narrative for everybody who was not on the trump train did we forget that come on guys yeah, russian bot was like a predecessor to okay boomer all right well sorry the, I, i'm gonna have to like keep this tab up. I got to go read about all this because I'm my brain is working overtime. Um, but see, this is what pisses me off because once again, and just pay attention to the tactic because some sometimes you can learn more from the tactics than what they actually accomplish with their tactics. Paint it in such broad strokes, I can't tell you any specifics, and I can't even tell you if they brought up any specifics. But I can tell you that they made the accusation, and it left an imprint on me. And if it left one on my mind, 
I'm going to go ahead and assume, and because I'm that asshole, I'm assuming, and when you assume it makes an ass out of you and me, I'm going to assume that it's left an imprint on at least some of the other people's minds who are watching that as well. And that's a tactic that is getting that has been mastered and has used against us like a fucking blunt weapon. And we got to recognize it, and you got to dismiss it. You have to dismiss it. Yeah, because well, Rich, you were right. It, it was very vague on how he had cahoots with Russia. And it was to help him get elected and to interfere in the election, et cetera, et cetera. But with Biden and Hunter Biden, there was a very specific dealings with them and companies in the Ukraine where they were making billions of, or millions of dollars. And that story went away quick. And not only did it go away quick, but you're right, because I've listened to debates between people on online and the details are up for argument, but the details are never disputed. Meaning no, 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 no. You're taking it or you're interpreting it the wrong way. But the fact that this shit, that he had business dealings with certain people is never disputed. And I'm like, wow, they actually went into more detail just in this debate than they ever did in the mainstream media about Trump about any of this bullshit, and yet it's not headline news. I mean, dude, stop. We all see it. Talking about seeing it ain't doing nothing. Why is it happening? And what do you do? How do you insulate yourself from it? I guess that's what I'm getting at. You have to start to learn to recognize this shit. So we have two stories that we were going to talk about with Trump, and I'm going to bring them up right now. That makes um, good sense. Well, just for... Oh, it absolutely makes good sense. It's not sarcasm. Yeah, but, well, no, no. <laughs> No, so I'm not I'm not even really trying to change the subject and we can even maybe slide back into it if we need to. But one of the headlines is uh, it's Yahoo News and it says Trump turns on evangelical leaders for disloyalty and angry new rant. And that's the headline, which we now know a very large percentage of people just read the headline and move on, but that becomes like a little nugget of truth that they have, right? But if you go and you read what he actually said, there's no angry rant happening. It's that's a sign of dis he's talking about um, that the article's talking about Trump relying on evangelical voters to win the White House in 2016. And they were this the article says that they're a key part of why he didn't win 2020. And Trump is now turning on leaders of the movement for not being loyal. Um because some have spoken out against him running in 2024. And what he said about it is that's a sign of disloyalty. There's great disloyalty in the world of politics. That's a sign of disloyalty and that he's disappointed. And that's, they, I thought they could have fought much harder during the election, the 2022 election. A lot of them didn't fight and weren't really around to fight. And that's like pretty much all he said about it. But if you just listen to the headline, if people are just reading this, then much like the Russian, the Russians and the Russian bots and, you know, Russian collusions, what helped Trump win the election the first time, that's how it happened. You're going to read this and you're going to hear about, you're going to hear the, whatever you hear an angry rant, you're not reading, you know, I'm disappointed and it's disloyal. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. absolutely. TDS, it's, baby. It's, yeah, yeah. And I mean, as someone who rants and loves to do it, I would be offended if I what that milk toast, weak titty bullshit that mewed out of his <laughs> fucking cock holster was. If I did that and someone said, "Wow, that was a vicious, unhinged rant," I'd be like, "Motherfucker, hold, 
hold my shirt. I'm about to show you unhinged. I got your unhinged, motherfucker. I would let a bitch know. So, I mean, Trump, that's not a Trump rant. That's not even a Dennis Miller rant. That's Trump sitting around going, I can't believe. First of all, the article is right about one thing. Uh, yeah, Pick worse candidates next time. Dr. Oz, dude. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker wasn't a fucking genius on the field before. Dude, why would you want him as a politician? Are you serious right now? He's black. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Dr. Oz, a grifter who was found and 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 made famous through Oprah. Come on, man. You got to back better candidates than that. But he did back other candidates when it's not mentioned in this article. So I'm basically I'm highlighting that yes. This article's going, these are the mistakes Trump has made. These are this. These are this. But they're not giving him any fucking... They're not even acknowledging that he was like a broken watch right twice a day on some things. They just don't even bring it up. Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz was like the perfect scenario for Eddie Murphy and the distinguished gentleman trying to run on name recognition. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Dude, Herschel Walker. Dude, Herschel Walker. Guys, do you remember him playing? Yeah, I was a kid. I was a little kid. Like great. I mean, school. no, no, I get that, but I'm like, I, homeboy was not a wordsmith. He was not eloquent. He was not a deep thinker. I mean, maybe he was like he was just one of those like I just keep to myself and think deep thoughts. I but he, I mean, dude, like I'm like really of all the former, where's Matt Hasselback? You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't his wife? Wasn't she the the conservative on uh, the View for a while? So he's probably a conservative. Yeah, but he wasn't Matt Hassel black. That's the problem. Like they, they found Especially themselves is Georgia. Georgia like black Republican go. Yeah, I mean, I it made. I guess it makes sense from that point of view. But when you're running, that that is such cynical politics. But that is politics at this point. Is in this that country, district so. in Atlanta too? Yeah, and just what. He played football. He's black. Let's run him. Let's run him in black New York. Right. And you uh, know that was basically what came out of somebody's mouth. Is I mean, <laughs> almost won. Yeah, it was very close. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. No the other one, the other article, it's the same thing. Um, okay. Sorry, that was a pop-up that came up over my headline. Trump Organization receives maximum fine for New York tax fraud scheme. So now that they've painted this big picture of Trump and his taxes, Trump and his taxes, he won't release his taxes. What's he hiding? Now they have this headline of they're receiving this max fine, right? And whenever you scroll down in this article, as you're reading the article, you will catch on to this one little sentence buried somewhere in the middle of it where it's Trump and his family have not been personally charged with anything, but it's the headline thing again. It's no, he was guilty. See him and his taxes. He was guilty. And now he, they, they're coming after him. It's that same shit. It's just, it's the, the propaganda machine just pushing out these little snippets of headlines that people are scrolling past, but they're tucking away. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I'm not on some Trump shit. Like, I'm not even, like, trying to defend the guy. I'm just like... And I used to say... I think... <laughs> I think, like, we all had moments of, like, Road to Damascus moments on the old show. And this was, like, one of mine as far as Trump went, where I realized, like, this man ain't the Antichrist. He's just an asshole. That's it. Yeah. That's all he is. That's all he is. People make him out to be something that he's not. But... I... <sighs> It just the amount of hand-wringing and, and bullshit, and then, you, like you said, you add in the fact that this all adds up, and it gets to the point where, once again, oh, Trump went on a rant for evangelical Christians. Okay, first of all, first of all, evangelical Christians, probably not perusing what, uh, Yahoo News. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the, automatically, you have to consider who are they writing that article for, and who are they not writing that article for, because that unfortunately, has to be weighted as much as who they are writing mm -hmm. for these days. Absolutely. We live, in a world, we live in a world where people consume movies and television and music and video games based on perceived political beliefs of actors and writers and producers behind the scenes that they have no idea about. But it moves billions of dollars. Their beliefs in this shit. We are wow. through the looking glass, up our own ass, baby. I went through this when I was teaching high school history. Um, people thinking that Adolf Hitler was the worst person in Nazi Germany in World War II. And I'm like, okay, explain I'll introduce that. introduce you to Stalin and communism. Yeah. Well, I was six, like, six well, million? On, I, I asked him, explain that. And he's, they, they would say, well, he got all these people to hate the Jewish community. 
No, he didn't. That was Joseph Goebbels. He was in control of all the political media. media. Yeah. Yeah. That was him. And he goes, well, he killed millions of Jews. No, he didn't. That was Rudolf Hirsch. He was in charge of Auschwitz, place where they all went to die, the death camps. But because people, like you're saying with the headlines, they're told he, he, could, he made people hate the Jews. He killed all these Jews. That's all the people know about him. None of it true. I mean, uh, well, the truth is there's enough shit. Self-coordinated. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I get his point. It's the poor, the poor part of your fucking example is you're equating it to Trump to where somebody's going to be like, well, you're kind of arguing against your own point. You just fucking compared Hitler to Trump. But the point is, is that Trump does enough dumb shit to hate him or dislike him on his own. You don't have to resort to, to, to basically making bullshit up in the headlines. And Hitler oversaw... Yes, one of the most deadly and dangerous regimes, definitely the one that posed the biggest threat to the entire world in the 20th century. I mean, you, I guess you can make the argument that, that terrorism, <laughs> an umbrella term, you know, had a bigger effect in the 20th century. But World War II left a lot of scars on this, on this, on this planet that we're still fucking healing from. So, yeah, and, yeah there's enough really... to hate him. You don't have to make up shit. It's like when people I, I used to hate this. Uh, they, they talk about uh, Charles Manson. He killed all those people. Charles Manson never killed anybody that we know of. It's true. In fact, he never admitted even to killing anybody. And that motherfucker admitted to being every he admitted to being Jesus, God, the devil. Motherfucker was everybody. Charles but he never Manson admitted to killing anybody. Technically didn't kill anybody. But, but does right. that mean he was a good person? Fuck. Oh. No. And I wasn't really comparing Trump to Hitler. No. It was ma- it was more the media. Uh, I, understand, I understand that. Don't okay. make me stroke out talking to you. Yes, go. <laughs> I was just saying the media then and the media now is one and the same. Trying to paint him to be the bad guy like they did with Hitler. Oh, God. Okay, dude, I get your point. Shut up. Stop talking. You're only making it worse. Okay. <sighs> anyway, I don't even know where to go after that. What? So. Go to BigDickEnergyOnABudget.com. There's nothing ah, there. I know. <laughs> I tried to look. I, I looked it up. It's just, it's just, I just have it. It's just fine. Just had to get the dick joke in there. Yes. Hey, she provided it this week. Ah, fuck. I did, didn't I? Going against the thing I hate. No. I, I read those as those came through um, about the, the Trump and the evangelical leaders and the, the Trump tax fraud and um when i was going through and reading everything for like podcast prep i was really expecting different stories than once i opened it up and started reading these just like mundane nothing's really happening stories but these are making big headlines i've seen stuff pop up on my google news about the um the tax fraud thing the trump tax fraud thing i haven't opened it but i've seen it pop up but I'm not seeing anything come up hardly at all about Biden in these documents. And it's just wild how this shit is swayed, you know, and that people just fall for it hook, line and sinker day in and day out. People are just like, oh, no, I mean, Biden, he, he cooperated. So did Trump. I've seen a lot of things about uh, people, uh, Democrats calling out the GOP 
for being hypocritical about this situation. I'm like, or you're mad your guy got caught doing the same thing. Is that in the possible outcomes? Or are we not allowed to think that or ask that? Right, and and after Biden called Trump irresponsible for, you know, he couldn't believe that Trump could take that stuff. However, Biden's stuff, 25 of the documents they found were marked top secret. Oops. We don't know what they were. They were top secret. And he's like, oh, oh, I didn't know I had that. Huh, crazy. Well, to be fair, everything's top secret to Joe nowadays. That's very true. The menu items are top yes. secret to Joe. <laughs> His wife's name is on a need-to-know basis at this point. Well, um, but yeah, it just, it was so, it's so frustrating and kind of sliding back over to Rich's point about how do we shield ourselves from this i have no idea because stuff is still in my head shit that i don't that i don't want considerations Weed? i don't want to booze well. suggestions to shield yourself <laughs> it, it almost feels like they're beating the shit out of you until you say okay fine i'm not gonna vote for trump i got it stop hitting me with that shit oh believe me i you know you haven't even you haven't even read them or heard them or watched their videos but you know, the minute I tell you, I've watched videos and read posts from people who want to make it illegal to vote for Trump. It, you know that that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have screenshots because I just I, I don't have a hundred terabyte folder for fucking screenshots alone for all the dumb shit I've heard about Trump in the last eight years uh, online. So yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Whoa. I guess the deep state really is coming after me. They poisoned me. <laughs> um, so staying in the way of politics, let's go to Adams calls for federal help after he goes to El Paso. Let's discuss that. Yeah, shocking. The guy was, uh, was bitching that Texas was being dickheads about sending migrants to New York City. Goes to El Paso and goes, holy shit. Hey, federal government uh what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah that's pretty much that's been like i guess i, I don't really agree with it i don't think it's i think it's a shitty tactic but if you've listened to abbott when he said why he's doing is this kind of been his point he's like this is like he's like this is one hour of my life in like one city here you go like you know how many cities there are along the border i think that was the point he was trying to make to other i i, I Maybe at getting Adams down there, maybe the point got across. I'd have made the point a different way, but I'm not the governor of Texas. <laughs> yeah, but it just comes out like, man, it ain't that bad down here. Come here, look. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Guys, get down there and handle that shit. So Adams is saying that so many migrants have been sent to New York that they're at their breaking point. Wait, you think Abbott's stopping those buses? I think they stopped? No, the media's just stopped talking about them. And it's funny because he's saying, I mean, these are direct quotes, that, uh, his, that New York cannot take more migrants. Uh, he told the federal government to do its job. And he's had, and it says he's been forced, him, cities like New York have been forced to take care of thousands of migrants. Thousands Ooh. of migrants. Okay, hold on. I, if you if you've been in New York City, you know. I Ten mean, ten million. There is 
and on top of that, I, I, you're telling me that New York City's infrastructure, its welfare system, you're telling me that New York State's welfare system can't absorb a couple thousand people? And by the way, treat them just like you treat people that you let on the shit now. Yeah, you got six months. You better get it together in six months. I mean, unless you check certain boxes and then you can, you know, well. Or just do what you've done with a lot of refugees throughout the Northeast, because I've been to a lot of those towns. Uh, put them in projects. I, I've been to there's a lot of towns in Maine where there's a lot of Sudanese refugees. Yeah. Well, well, we end put them in the home health care system. <laughs> I mean, COVID and die. Uh, you know, hey, if we do on a federal level end the fucking drug war, where we are not, we are literally not throwing people in prison for drugs. We're going to have to have somebody to be the underclass in this country. I mean, this, that, that's, that's America, baby. It's a giant, it's a giant game of tag. So I, it, is this what we're importing our, our new fucking people or the, the new it people? The new pores. I'm just asking because I mean, it seems exactly what the, like what the fuck is going. This is a cycle that has happened many, many, many times over in American history. I mean, we had it with the, the, you know, the, the Irish, the, well, yeah, I mean, let's rewind the calendar 100 years. It would be 1923, right? What was going on? Go back 250 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like the, at least two, three times in our in our very short history, we've had an influx of... of and it, Oh, and by the way, that's not including the slaves that were brought here before we were officially a country. Like, wasn't 1919 like the, the big migration? The one we all learned about in the history books? The Ellis Island shit to see where you see all the pictures yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That that was one, and there was one in the 1800s from the east because that's how the railroads and and the west was settled on a lot of, I mean, almost slave labor, but I f- not I f- quite. I forget what movie it is. Or it's coming. The Irish built the railroads and then for, or built the and then filled the jails. The Chinese built the railroads and then headed out west. Yeah, but they're on Seattle now. So. I, I have no idea how we got off on that, but I, it just, I, once again, I'm amazed thousands of migrants. I'll even be polite. I'll, I, they didn't say a hundred thousand, but they said thousands. I'll give them 50,000. You're telling me the state of New York can't absorb 50,000 people. Well, what he said, what this article says from the Hill is um, that Adams noted that services for migrants could cost the city up to 2 billion, which is higher than previous estimates. Our cities are being undermined. We don't deserve this, Adam said. For the times, we expect more of our national leaders to address this in a real way. Adams made similar remarks on Saturday, requesting aid from the New York State's government in an effort to help shelter the asylum seekers in the city. Adams asked the state government to initially provide housing for at least 500 migrants. Mm. So I'm not seeing thousands. I'm seeing 500. I'm trying to give them as much goodwill and and you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to stack the deck in their favor because I'm about to butt fuck them. Because they, Cause there's no way anyone can look at this and go, oh yeah, this 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 tracks. They're on they're on brand with this. Like this completely you, flies in the face of everything they've been talking for the last two years. New York City's like the capital of the world. Like you don't. I, I'm with you, Richard. Like you don't. We don't have the infrastructure for this. Come on now. Okay, and I understand. I, 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 I have said city, and I have said state. So if anyone's listening, well, you've said two different things. Yes, I have. What I'm saying is just because they land in New York City don't mean they settle in New York City. New York City is the staging area. 
and they are dispersed throughout the state. And believe me, if New York has any power in that region, which I think that state probably does, they can probably call on a few favors and have some people put in some other states too. Don't think that ain't happening. We do it with prisoners. What makes you think we ain't going to do it with fucking refugees? So New York, you're, you're saying New York City, though, because we're talking about Eric Adams, who is the mayor of New York City. Exactly. But once again, the mayor of America's, the world's capital, the capital city of the planet Earth, is sitting here going, we can't handle thousands. And it turns out it's, what, 500? Really? I'm not trying to say kick out homeless people who are Americans from the shelters in New York City. But if you turned everybody out of all the all the Americans out of the homeless shelters in New York City, I think you could probably house 500 people. Come here and out of just stealing our homeless people's not jobs too. <laughs> but my, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, 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 don't act like it is. There's no place. Really? You ever had to go to county? Do some time right. in a dormitory setting. You'd be amazed how many hundreds of people can get into a very tight area. If you ain't ever slept on a three- or four-tiered bunk, as they exist, you don't know about being claustrophobic and cramped. You don't think there's like a closed hospital or something you could find? Make like a temporary place? This is what I'm saying. Like, these are all... When COVID hit, what was their solutions? We were shutting down hospitals. I wa- Jesse, I, I, I might have told you this, like, but you, this was well before you ever on the show. Um, I watched them literally in hazmat, full-on hazmat suits, moving bodies from a closed hospital that was closed down down the street from where I lived at the time. And they were talking about, oh, no, that hospital's closed because it's not equipped to deal with COVID. No, it was closed because they were using it. It was, it was a centrally located hospital in Metro Detroit, also near the airport. And they used it as a fucking, basically a cold storage for all the dead people. Cute. So, mm. No, no, don't like it. I just but, find the irony the fact that we're trying to find out where to put all these illegal immigrants coming into the country from Texas, but yet uh, we welcome the people coming from the Ukraine. Yeah, we can shut down. My point is, we can shut down hospitals in the middle of the you know a a global killer pandemic, quote unquote. Um, I mean, I know it's an audio medium, but the air quotes are real strong right now. Um. But we can't house 500 people in America's in, in 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 the capital city of the world, the New York City. The city's so nice they named it twice. Come on now, the fuck out of my face that bullshit. That's game. You're being ran game on. Wake the fuck up. But also, so Chris, you said you don't agree with Abbott shipping people to other cities. What's he supposed to do whenever no one's listening to him? I mean, I really haven't thought about what I would do. I just like that. Just that just seems like a crazy way to make the point. That just seems a little extreme to me, especially. I mean, they're being used as pawns. I just they have no idea what's going on. They're just being told, "Oh, go get on this bus now," and then they're on the bus for another fucking twelve fucking hours, and then they're in New York. So what if they just? I don't. No, I listen, and I hate it too. I, I have a very, um, I talk very conservative, but I have a very bleeding heart. I don't like the thought of any human suffering in any way. But they were already being used as pawns whenever we opened up the border and let them come here without places for them. They're just being used, they're just 
double dipping into being used as pawns, honestly. Well, there was a, a YouTuber, a, a video, I, some random guy. It was like I fell into a, a, a click hole. So I can't even remember who it was, but um, it was a it was a compilation of I guess this round of immigrants that have went like basically a camera crew following a certain group of immigrants from being sent from Texas or the border towns north. And at first it was like, yeah, we're in buses for twelve, eight, you know, sixteen hours a day, whatever. But we stopped and we get to get out and. We eat, they give us food, and then they put us in a hotel. And, I mean, these motherfuckers are like, Lord, half the people we started with are dead, and we're here now. Like, they were well, just happy. And I guess then, the point from that is it's all relative, huh? Well, then, it's like, as it's wore on and on, it's like, yeah, this is some, like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, seriously, either send me back, throw me in prison, or let me get a job and get start my life in America. What the fuck? I'm tired of being in limbo. And I'm like, welcome to America. We we've taken someone who is so happy to be here that they were like, I didn't I don't care that half my my, my people died on the trip. I'm happy I'm here. And they're my ancestors are happy I'm here. And in less than a year, they're like, man, this bureaucratic bullshit. Vote Republican, y'all. This is too much bullshit. All <laughs> right. Oh, God. <laughs> So there you go. That's America, folks. Outside, it's America. Ride the bus and leave some butthead to America. But no, I just, I did, I did think that was funny because it kind of puts it in perspective. It's like, it's not that these people are facing an uncertain future that's fucking with them. It's being jerked around that fucks with them. And what, what does our government specialize in? Jerking people around. <laughs> A good metaphor. I use a metaphor from Scrubs when they're talking about the super high, unreachable cupcake table. Yeah, pretty much. There's delicious cupcakes up there, but you just can't get to them. No matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you jump. So I think I have a solution of what to do with all the migrants. Give them cupcakes. Yes, and also while they're eating while they're eating their cupcakes, we could just send them to San Francisco because they apparently have the money to spend. They right? can identify as African American and be paid. I'm going to identify as an and if that's a new plan. I'm shutting up the network. We're going to San Francisco. We're all going to identify as African American and we're all going to make five million dollars cash. That's where it's at. Yep. Read it. All right. This is the claim is that a committee has proposed that the city of San Francisco give five million each to qualifying black people. As part of a reparation plan to cover economic and opportunity losses, the community has endured throughout history, both due to the city's policies and the wider effects of social discrimination. And Snopes, this is where we're reading this from. By the way, is, uh, but before we finish, uh, by the way, San Francisco, uh, out west in California, uh, uh, what about two thousand miles away from the civil war wasn't even involved anyway yeah but snopes has deemed this claim is true a draft proposed a draft proposal of the reparations committee and advisory body has recommended providing a lump sum of five million to each black recipient who meets specific criteria however the city must first approve this policy for it to be implemented a final vision of the reparations proposal will be submitted to the city June 2023 and may face some changes before them. We have reached out to the committee to learn more. 
Click on the policy. Click on the specifics. Holy shit. Oh, God. Where, let me find that's it. That's why I say we all have to identify as, as black, because that's the language. So, uh, draft proposal, blah, blah. Which would include giving an eligible black person a lump sum payment of $5 million each, according to the draft. Released in December 2022, the city would provide a one-time lump sum payment of $5 million to each eligible person. I've already, I feel like I'm just reading this over. Okay, in order to qualify for these reparations, residents must be 18 at the time the proposal is enacted, identify as black slash African American. Boom! Loophole, bitch! We talked yeah, about it last show. They put the language in there. Well, but it says on public documents for at least 10 years. Uh, so you need to get so in on ten, this. So, so it's a 10 year oh, plan. So they, could, so they could grandfather, they could get, uh, how long has, has Sean King, oh. Mr. Tal- Mr. Talcum X himself, been claiming to be black, even though the motherfucker's whiter than all four. Oh, Rachel Dolezal means you got two years, man. Two years and you get paid. Move to San Francisco. Butch, by the way, I just want to say it's completely absurd, but it just kind of goes to show how absurd a lot of this uh, the, these movements are. Um, Joe Rogan had Matt Walsh on his show, and they both made a case for transracialism being a more realistic and grounded in reality claim than non-binary. And I'm like, hey, and then they made the case, and I was like, damn, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they just throws out uh, Michael Jackson. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. Bullshit. I'm was, just no. I'm can, just saying. Can you give the quick bullet points of their case? Because because race is a social construct. What the race we are is human beings. Basically, it gets into semantics. Blah 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 blah. And what could legally be upheld in the court of law? I can't remember all the minutia and the details. It's on the Matt Walsh episode. It's when they're talking. I'm well. They're talking about the transgender and non-binary thing for most of the fucking episode. But All right. I'm sure a clip. Do a search in the clip because I can't do it, dude. This is I wasn't planning on giving a fucking dissertation on this. So sorry, I'm not up on it. Damn it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I, I part of me wonders is that in there as a built-in escape hatch because they they uh, look. I don't care how much. Uh, politicians got their head up their ass. They have to know this is going to break this city. This is going to put this like they're going to be under federal conservatorship, like Detroit was, if they do this. Oh, wait till she gets in. That's the start of the money. No, no. What I'm saying is like this is not. This is not going to end any other way. You know, what I mean, it's just like so. I like. I actually laughed out loud when I heard this talked oh. about on a podcast. I was like, what? Like. Who's paying for this? That's my. Whenever I hear anything like this, like that's just how you're, my brain miss, works. Who's paying? You're missing for this? my. Po- you're missing my point. No one's going to pay for it. I think that language is purposely vague and fucking like just ambiguous, so it can be challenged in a court of law, and so a politician can walk in and stroke their political cock in front of their fucking I- the the idiots who vote for them and go, "See, I tried. I get brownie points. I, it's a moral victory, right?" Yeah, I tr- I can't imagine, it's, dude. This would destroy the city of San Francisco. They also propose supplementing incomes in Black low-income household household, providing fairer banking options and access to loans, as well as a comprehensive debt forgiveness program that clears all educational, personal, credit card, payday loans, etc. Yeah, no more mortgage, no more student loans. No credit card debt. I want to be black in San Francisco. Let's go. 
hey, I've been trying to identify as black for well over 20 years from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a bad dick joke, but it's a dick joke. It counts. We have reached our dick joke quota of the show. We're good. Save them for next week. Listen, all right, you have two young sons. You better get used to dick jokes. Teenage is coming. Okay. And on top, yeah, she, on top she of already that, said that she hates dicks. Here's the thing. On top of that, yeah. she's a female. No, that's him projecting. But no, she's a female. Dick jokes are like dicks in real life. Usually the best ones come at you by surprise. So, <laughs> you know, you weren't planning on it. And it's like, oh, well, it, this dick joke just came to mind. Well, I wasn't planning on sucking the guy off in the bathroom tonight, but he's got an eight ball. You know what I'm saying? Like the best times come <laughs> when you don't plan shit out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, Jess, about fifth grade, it's on, so you better get used to dick jokes. Like, I, just... I am. The, like, this is my time of the week that I go talk to other adults. And then, and like, then... dad gets involved. No, and then it's like, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Alleged adults. Yeah, I know. My mistake. Hey, I was talking about identifying as black. Don't get me swayed in with this adult shit. <laughs> my apologies. Um, Oh, there's other stipulations on this. Um, you have to identify as black or African-American on public documents for at least 10 years and meet and have documentation supporting at least two of the following criteria. So you have to have been born in San Francisco between 1940 and 1996 and have proof of residency in San Francisco for at least 13 years. Migrated. 13-year plan. Yeah. Migrated to San Francisco between 1940 and 1996 and have proof of residency in San Francisco for at least 13 years. This one confuses me personally or the direct descendant of someone incarcerated by the failed war on drugs. Is the war on drugs over? (laughs) Are we done? Is it declared? (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. This is political grandstand. Yeah. This is not serious. Now that we got the low hanging fruit out of the way with as far as the jokes go and shit, and we've ha ha and he he and had our fun. Okay, daddy's home. I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down a little bit because to me, as much as we want to laugh at this, this is an opening offer and a negotiation. And if yeah. you don't if you don't if you don't pick up what I'm laying down, fifteen dollars an hour. What did I say? Ten dollars is what most people would fucking settle for. All right, you start high. You always ask for more than you want. And where are we at? We're almost to the point federally ten dollars an hour minimum wage. So, and we will be there before like another couple of years, if I remember correctly. So I'm just saying, this is the get. Make no mistake. Laugh your laugh. Have your jokes. Have your fucking sniggers. Yes, sniggers and laugh. But understand, we're going to hear more of this down the line. And I can see something like this leading very very easily into like universal basic income being the compromise especially if it's along the lines of we give it to marginalized people only Ooh, i'm gonna go back to being marginalized i'm start identifying as something else well i and this is something that's been brought up by uh uh black you know people in the media of all fucking political bents and stripes what Who's black? If you migrated here, like it says, if you migrated to San Francisco, meaning you came here from another country or you came here from any place else in the United States. In other words, moved in there. 
migrating is a very um, particular term to use instead of you must have been a resident of you see what i'm saying uh somebody in san francisco who has been the term of derision for the last six months could qualify under these terms he runs a car company just recently acquired a social media company He's an African American. He lives in San Francisco. Been there for more than thirteen years. Yeah, he's been to because yeah, <laughs> guarantee you, even if he don't consider his primary address California, his ex wives did when they filed the divorce papers. <laughs> right. So yeah, just throwing us out there, everybody. <laughs> but just, I, just, just, I know it's it's not. There's no point in running down the fucking the what if rabbit hole of what could happen. But I'm just saying. Once again, this is just like you have to see beyond the fucking ha ha, let's laugh at it. Yes, let's laugh at it. Now, are you done laughing? Now, let's take what we need to take about this serious. We've already taken what's a joke as a joke. Now, let's take what we need to take serious, serious. And that's that's all I'm getting at, folks. I'd like to think our system of checks and balances will kick in and go, you're crazy. This will bankrupt the city. Deuces. But I don't even know. Yeah. One thing I've learned in the years we've been doing this show, I don't even know anymore. Who the fuck knows? Well, the only thing I can think of, because to keep, for this type of funding, they're going to need, like, very successful tech companies headquartered in the San Francisco city limits. Because I don't care how much of a bleeding heart liberal you are. I can't imagine a tax rate under 70% that's going to pay for this. That's I, I mean, like, when you add it all together, I... I bleeding heart liberal or not, motherfuckers ain't going to pay half to, or 70% of their income total for taxes to to have a zip code in the in San Francisco proper. Yeah, I mean to live in California right now you need to be, you know, 250,000 a year minimum. By the time they get all this done and the 5 million to the people, it'll last them like 10 years. <laughs> to give you to give you an idea of how expensive it California is if you have never fucking looked at the reality of living out there in 1991 the starting wage of an la police officer was like fifty eight thousand dollars and when i heard that in detroit in 1991 i was like god damn cops make fifty eight thousand dollars and then someone explained to me no that's what they make in california in la that a dollar in california in la ain't the same as a dollar in detroit yeah like i with my income, and, and, I am and, solidly middle class. If I lived in Los Angeles or San Francisco, I'd be living in a fucking studio apartment. I'd be living in efficiency. Well, to juxtapose, it, to juxtapose it against Detroit, Detroit was last year had a massive police force hiring drive, and they were advertising starting pay at 39000 plus benefits after six months and all that. And I'm like, it is 31 years later. So... What I'm saying is that city will collapse. It won't ha the, the tax base will move out. How are you going to keep paying those people? You won't need as big a police force as you used to. <laughs> well, yeah. you don't need a police. Have you seen the videos of San Francisco? Nothing's changed. It's still. They don't do they shit. Won't yeah. prosecute you. They won't prosecute you for, for shoplifting up to $1,000. You have to get past store security guards and employees. And. Now I'm starting to see for a while you saw a lot of videos of security guards and employees tackling and taking people down and shit. Then the lawsuit started. Now you don't see those videos like every other day. So it's like water has found its level. Yeah, but you know yes. what is happening <laughs> is a lot of these Walgreens and CVS and Rite Aid in these urban areas are going, uh, we're fucking out of here. 
because we're not because they're getting killed on their inventory. And because exactly what you said, Rich, because now the, the sentiment with the employees and they're probably directed to like, just don't engage these people, just let them take it. And then the company said, well, we tried to invest in the city. Fucking see ya. Like, didn't, uh, remember, uh, Rappaport had a thing a couple years ago. It, he was, uh, watching someone in New York pretty much just, just go through and take a whole bunch of shit and, you know, put it online and, and you know, it went viral. I guess apparently shocking that, that, that location closed. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't doubt it. I mean, it, it's, there was oh, maybe the last year or two. It was video of uh, a train yard somewhere in California, and it was just all these Amazon packages that these fucking land pirates just run up on the train when they're switching fucking engines, and the trains are sitting still, cut open the cars, hop in, and just start ripping through packages. Whatever they don't want, they just throw out on the side. Grab what they do want, leave. Some of them were bold. Some of them, whole vans pulled up. Motherfuckers got out, and it was like I was waiting to hear like the carnival music. Just and I'm like, are you serious? The bitch and bad Santa was driving one of them. <laughs> Just wait for the movie, the screen, big screen TVs to go on sale at Walmart. Walk in, grab it, leave. It was only eight hundred bucks, not a thousand. I ain't going nowhere. There's Damn. a video. The last video I saw is in the, like the last couple weeks is a guy trying to rob a guitar center. And one of the employees has obviously had some sort of combat training because he gripped his dude up and pretty much like let him know, like it got him in a submission hold and was like, you keep fucking squirming, I'm going to hurt you, and I could do it easily. And I'll give the guy, I don't know if I give the guy credit, but the guy that was trying to steal shit on the way out, I don't know if he was just like flailing around, but the fucker, you know how they got the cheap acoustics and shit by the front door? Yeah. He grabbed one when they were trying to throw him out the front door. And then he started, like, when they, when they tried to get it from him, he was, like, so fucking filled with fucking, like, petty rage, he started breaking the guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. And it's, like, this video gets posted, right? And, the, and immediately the sides are drawn up, and this guy's got to apologize. Well, it was two. It was. It looked like two white guys, so there was no racial element that I saw introduced in the comment section. I'm, which I wouldn't have been shocked if someone somehow shoehorned him. <laughs> but well, you know, most of the time it's white on black crime that this happens. You know, just some bullshit. But it was. It was immediately like. Why is he risking his life for a company they don't give a fuck? Why didn't they call the cops? And then, well, the cops won't do anything, blah, 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 blah. And then it was, well, this dude's going to get sued, blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing And it was just like no one in the entire conversation ever once said, wow, that guy probably shouldn't have been stealing that shit then, shouldn't he? Right? Like, that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where everybody's at. We all know the struggle. It's real. What? You got to steal a guitar? That's not struggle steal whatever you fucking can to make money to feed your kids big black market for the fucking 150 dollar that by the way you can maybe sell for 20 once you walk out the door with guitars and sit at the front of guitar center you know about that because I, I don't know about it nah, i don't know about that dude i might have a little bit more my heart might bleed a little more if like the guys like literally robbing the grocery store like trying to leave with a cart full of shit and get like but no no this is Dude, that's crackhead shit. Come on now. Trying to rob a guitar center. 
Uh, can I get? Can you get the guy? Can I get that custom shop strat up there? Yeah. And then I just like they hand it to me, and I just Start make a mad running. dash for the door, get my ass kicked, and I'm in court, and they're like. Why didn't you just steal one of the other? Well, uh, I had to steal it to feed my son, but my son is really particular about the guitars he plays. He only plays <laughs> custom shop guitars. So, and I mean, it's, it's just, dude, fuck off. Don't even, I get what you're trying to do, Earl. Don't, fuck off. Don't even try to equate that bullshit with someone stealing a loaf of bread to eat. Motherfucker, one is to survive. One is, I need this because the dope man's going to fuck my girlfriend well, if he's already stealing, yeah. dope man and all his homies done been up in that bitch. But you know what I'm saying? He's doing it to keep his, probably keep his fucking life is what he's doing. It probably owes the wrong people money. So fuck him. Yeah, dude, you got yourself in that situation. No one was coming bailing my boys out when they got themselves in that situation. You get no sympathy, homeboy. I know a few people that robbed shit and their kids weren't involved with why they were robbing shit. Just tell them what to say. Let me tell you something. If you're stealing to eat, you didn't do what this guy did in this video. No, I don't have it. No, I'm not going to pull it up. You can do a, a, a music store attempted theft. I'm sure it'll pop up. I but, can post it. I mean, oh, have you seen the video or did you find yeah, it? I've, yeah, I've saw it. Yeah, there you go. Right there. Boom. There you go. So, I mean, dude, it's not the same thing. And, like, I get what you're saying, but do you understand you cheapen your point when you try to draw a parallel between those two, Earl? Do you get that? Yes, I get it. I, no, dude, don't don't guess me like I'm fucking your dad and I'm dressing you down. I'm trying to fucking. This is your in. If if your intent is it for to land a certain way, it ain't landing that way. I'm just trying to help you, brother. That's it. Well, no, I'm just saying, man. Sometimes you know, yeah, it's for you know the wrong reasons, but people that see it are sitting there for the right reasons, thinking about, yeah, I'd probably take it too. I mean, I don't know. But I, I've been very hungry, and I've never thought to rob a guitar store. I said we need to get into why we go right to there. Like, why isn't it like maybe I should get a job, or maybe I should educate, might give myself some better skills so I can get a better job? Like, why? Why do we just default into gimme instead of like I got to put in a little work to make my life standard of life a little better? Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. No like, I don't. I think that I'm going to, I'm going to use this. I'm going to transition us just a little bit. Um, I think that it is because it is so accepted to live above your means to the point that in an in in sorry CNBC article um, that you sent, I think Chris talking about the debt ceiling, they were comparing how the United States lives in more like the United States runs <laughs> in more debt than they are capable of producing, and they're like much like many households. Yeah, I love this quote was in the national article. It's an actual article. Yeah. Hold on, let me find the quote. 
because it was not unlike many households, the government is reliant on debt to fund its obligations. And like many households, it doesn't have sufficient income to fund its expenses. When you bad households, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But when you have that, that's just being thrown out there as just this is accepted, this is how people live. You know, in many households, men just beat their wives. Yeah, just is what it is, you know. But whenever you have that, and that's just accepted, just okay. So I am okay. It's okay that I'm living above my means. Even the government does it. Even our country does it. But the thing is, is consequences catch up to to you on on an individual level. I can't go to my credit card company and be like, can you raise my debt ceiling, please? (laughs) Like, that? can you temporarily lift my debt ceiling? You you can when you've when you when you've had it when, when you have everything paid off and you're in good standing yeah that's that's the ironic part is then yeah when you're in good standing they'll go sure right but we haven't been in good standing according to this article since 2001 yes yeah, last time we had a surplus and if we def- and y- we default nobody knows what happens because it's never happened before they said it happened in 79 because of a clerical error and they fixed it like the next day but nobody I, I, this is like like, Earl, you, would you get all gloom and doom? Like, this is stuff we should get all gloom and doom about. Like, this isn't like <laughs> the Great Depression. No, like, come on, history man. Chart our economy through the years. The stock market is tied to how well and how good our poor economy performs. And if we default, nobody knows what happens. And if the stock market goes to some, like, you know, makes some crazy, like, like this kind of shit we should be scared of. This is the kind of shit that could fuck a lot of people up and fuck a lot of shit up. Well, ironically enough, you're talking about the stock market. And I was thinking about that when I made those points. Um, you were talking about getting a job and working and raising your your stature and everything. In 2008, the stock market went for a huge crash. And just your point as well, people that were living within their means were now living above their means. And they did absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, okay. Part of why 2008 happened, well, a huge part of why 2008 happened, they made a movie about it, was uh, the lenders, were, or there was a lot of lenders out there giving a lot of people loans who shouldn't be getting loans. That was a lot of people living above their means. That was a lot of people not knowing what an ARM loan was, adjusted rate mortgage. It was a lot of people, oh, hey, my payment's nice and small now. And you get a payment schedule when you get a mortgage and it tells you when you're in and like the whole thing in the big short is this guy saw all this data of like all of these loans are all going to hit their, you know, their interest rates about to like fucking triple on this date. And just, you know, you could just see like the debt to income ratio of all these people and saw that shit coming. So like the let's come on let's be honest there were a lot of people in 2008 part of why that happened is a lot of people were living above their means. Now, the government stepped in and went to the lenders. Hey, man, you can't do that shit anymore. And yeah, so there's like 2008 in a nutshell. Yeah, and then, and when and when they have and when the government steps in and goes, slaps them on the wrist, gives them a fine, says no more predatory loan practices. At least using these tactics, that's the end of it. What about the people that they fucking preyed upon? Oh well, you lose everything. Yeah, lesson learned. That's what I'm saying. Like. Uh, uh, let's not act like you know. Oh well, they promise they'll never do it again, and it, it, it's it's a, it's a it's a settled issue. We'll never have to worry about anybody in any fuckery financial wise ever again. 
coming from these people. Come on, dude. That's what I'm. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Like the shit ain't done and over with. They just adjusted their tactics. If you watch to the end of the fucking movie, flat out fucking says the same people are predicting the same shit happening again with fucking certain resources. And what are we fucking seeing? What six seven years after they released that movie, natural resource prices go through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. I'm just. It's it's tiresome, dude. It's tiresome watching motherfuckers at the top pit people at the bottom and the people who think they're in the middle, but they don't even know where the fucking middle is. They're so far from the top against each other. And it works all the time because a corporation could fuck you and lie to you and kill your family. And you won't say shit because, well, whatever. But if some, oh God, if someone down the street fucking is getting something and, and they didn't work as hard as I did, they're fucking... This is the end of the world, folks. Make a law about it. Restrict freedoms because of this. Like, I'm just over this shit, man. Come on, man. For real. So, what? what is... Because the, they're saying that today... We're recording on Wednesday. They're saying that tomorrow, on Thursday, we're going to hit the debt ceiling. Like, what's the next step? They have to figure... They think by June, they're not going to be able to pay their bills as a country. So, they basically need to call a bunch of people who they have debt to... <laughs> I'll try to put it in just you go, hey, we don't have it. Can you wait a little longer? Can like, you take a post-dated yeah, check? Asking for an ex- <laughs> they're calling to ask for an extension. So well, how does that fix anything? How are we gonna get it? Uh well, Democrats are in charge. There are eighty thousand was it eighty thousand new IRS agents hired for what? Eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Mm-hmm. They're going to make sure the rich pay their fair share. That's what that is. That's how we're paying for it. Right, but that's not projected, even on the most like liberal scales. I'd that's sense not sarcasm projected. in you, Rich. Look, well, no, I'm being sarcastic. These motherfuckers will tell you that shit straight faced, and 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 at least really try to sell you that they believe that. I don't know if they truly believe it. We've talked about it. I don't remember if we talked about it with you on the show, Jess. Modern uh, money or modern modern monetary theory. I don't think so. Basically, it's just the government, since the government basically print, you know, make, decides the value of money, they can just print all the fucking money they want and say, it's worth this. And how they take money out of circulation is via taxes. So if we print more money, we have more money to collect in taxes. And there's somehow inflation doesn't matter. I don't understand. I'm not an economist. This is why I don't, de- I don't dig deep on these subjects, but... From the smell test, that just seems like mm, that doesn't make sense. Well, it's because our money doesn't really have value. Like, and and I'm willing to accept that. I'm that some things are counterintuitive. Like, you know, in the winter, turning your fan on to get the heat to you know spread out through the house because heat rises. You know, blah blah blah. Like I like that's counterintuitive. I understand. That. I might just not understand the minutia and the inner workings of shit, but I do understand this. Printing money to the point where money is absolutely worthless because we have everybody has so much of it, and we're all fighting for a small, finite amount of things to buy with it, devalues the dollar. But that's, that's just basic 101. But also, here's where I get confused because since the 30s, we haven't been on the gold standard. We just go like this dollar is worth a dollar because we say it is. Like, it. Three years That's ago, what part of MMT is. That's but, what part of MMT is. MMT is going. It's, it's the social construct theory of economics. This is all bullshit, made up shit. So we might as well just say, "Fuck it, it's worth this much." Then like, that's how it comes off to me. Like three years ago, we found a ton of fucking money. Isn't it crazy? You know, and we got twelve hundred bucks twice. 
You know, like, and if you had kids, you got a bunch more money. It, it, like, it's it's crazy how much we how we just found a bunch of money. When you look at something like this, you can very easily understand how something like cryptocurrency can become so popular. That's why I don't understand opponents of crypto. Cryptocurrency is absolutely nothing. It's nothing but numbers and shit on a computer. That's that's why I don't understand people opponents of crypto. Like, well, there's nothing giving it value. I'm like, nothing's been giving our money value since 19 the 30s. Like, what what's a big deal? I don't understand what the, what the bee in your bonnet is. He's an expression from the 30s. That expression is the bee's knees. <laughs> right. But no, I, once again, you're dealing with people who are coming at economics, from what I understand, with a totally different mindset and schools of theory and thought about all these same principles. And I get, I, 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 as best as has been explained to me, it, it's like, well, crypto's backed by nothing. But everybody agrees, like a, a big enough group of people get together and go, we agree this is worth something and we will exchange goods for this. So that makes it valid. That makes a, so, okay. Didn't we do that one day with money? Like this, you this know, hundreds of years before not any of us existed, thousands even. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was like seashells or fucking flat rocks. Before, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah, some, this paper something. dollar is worth this much silver. This paper dollar is worth this much gold. Yes, we sure did. But I mean, I, I think what they're going for is because there's like, you know, to value money on gold is a social construct. That's why we're not on the gold standard and blah, 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 blah. The reality of situations like this is like, okay, like, let me try to explain it this way. France is a social construct. France is an idea that exists in all our heads. It is an imaginary border drawn up on a, a made up of imaginary lines on a map. And we named it and said, people born inside these fucking lines are French people. Okay. George Young. What okay. Did I do? No, but hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, no, hold, hold on. Hold on. That's a social construct. Mm -hmm. And we all agree upon it. Tigers <laughs> are a physical reality. Yes. Yet if every Frenchman on this planet made it his mission in life to kill every tiger they could find. A social construct could kill a reality. And that's the principle they're using. Am I, am I, Am I making sense? I got it. You're, that's not helping me. I got one out of three. I said you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. My high right. ass is following the bouncing ball slowly, but yes. <laughs> I'm, I, the Bill Hicks, where you're just really high and you're agreeing with me the only way you can, by blinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nodding in my head. <laughs> so you have to understand, from their point of view, they're applying that principle to this. I, yeah, I'm but like, when, when something like FTX collapses because of fraud, and you're like, a duh, <laughs> hello, well, there's nothing there. <laughs> well, he had a that collapsed because he had a bill come due he couldn't pay, and then people like, and then essentially got asked, "Where's the money, Lebowski?" And then, hey, kaboom. Jess, what was your question? What happens in two months when we can't pay our bill? There you go. <laughs> Yay. Well, I mean, isn't this... No one's going to foreclose on this and be like, okay, no, it's you insane. There's, I, I think there's probably a little bit more stopgaps with the federal government than there was with, you know, some dipshit from Silicon Valley. Yeah, yes. But, okay, I guess my question really is, what's going to stop them from just continuing to raise the debt ceiling over and over and over again? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing, because they want to get paid. Yep, not a damn thing. Serious. How do you talk. think they get paid? But 
then what's like what's the point of it then like we're literally talking about like this is this is the points on whose line is it anyway uh uh-huh. There's a lot of blue people in charge right now. Get ready for them taxes. That guess that generates revenue. That is literally how they make their money and pay their bills. But in the same half hour, we're talking about paying five million dollars to the city of San Francisco and how we're reaching our debt ceiling. Yeah, that's the disconnect. That's the disconnect between the federal and the and the municipalities levels, and that's the disconnect between municipalities within the same state because go take your ass to bakersfield california and preach that shit and watch you get chased the fuck out real quick okay and bakersfield and san francisco in the same fucking state california i mean that's that's kind of like where we're at like we live our own realities don't we i mean like and this is i do now i'm kind of like okay well you can all live in your own realities but here's the deal we're drinking on a bar tab and nobody's asked me for a credit card, and nobody's asked anyone else I know of for a credit card. And everybody's just drinking like it's their last night on Earth. Well, you can Somebody's going to have to pay this bitch at the end of the night. And my concern is, when it comes due, it's going to cripple us to the point where we're going to lose a lot of people who are barely hanging on to society, and we're also going to lose the working poor and a good chunk of the working class. Meaning it's going to be depression levels of bad. But, yeah, just call me Dwight Yoakam. You'll well, find at, me two doors down. In recorded history, we have never had such a wide gap in wealth from the richest to the poorest people, even in the same fucking countries, like ever. And that's not going to, to that's not going to shrink anytime soon, no matter what they fucking do. So I mean, like, Jess, you ask these questions. This is what people have been saying for a long time. And here's the thing. I'm not an economist. Chris isn't one. None of the people I've ever been on and co-hosted any of these shows with, as far as I know, are, are, are professional economists. And we're all like, if we ran our economy or our finances like this, we'd be either in prison, dead, or fuck, homeless right now. Or above all three. <laughs> just any job we had, just garnished everything. I mean, it's it's that's the scary part. This is the kick in the can. This is what started, sadly with the post-World War II, and really it became, with the boomer, the baby boomer generation coming into power, the kicking of the can down the road became, like, institutionalized as this is just part of what we do. And, I mean, you can, for those, for the uninitiated, go back and watch Eisenhower's farewell address to the nation, and he warns about so many things that we just went ahead and oh, did yeah. anyways. Yep. But, you know, that's, that's history. Why do I care about shit that happened before fucking TikTok? I don't give a fuck. So yeah, I know. Well, who wasn't he? A Republican? Working out so well for working out so well for the rest of us. Wasn't he a Republican? We don't listen to that. He's a Republican in the fifties. I don't even know what that fucking means today. Yeah. Like seriously, because apparently everybody was racist in the fifties and sixties, even though they passed the Civil Rights Act in nineteen sixty four. No, dude, it's, you kind of stumbled on some. I think I've made this point before, but like maybe it's like the shit just young people bitch about because every now and then. You know, like some older, some music from the 70s, rock and R, or, you know, R&B will come up. And it's like, huh, 50 years ago, everyone was racist and we're killing the planet, too. Hmm. Like, it's a, 
how about this? How about the possibility that it's a narrative being sold to you because it sells you a product, sells you products that you otherwise would not have any desire nor need for. Right. Like if you're under 30, you just, they figured out what people under 30 just eat up with a spoon. Like, ah, oh, nom, 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 nom. People literally, I, dude, I know authoritarian communists who go on Facebook and post on their brand new iPhone. They got before you got your brand new iPhone, Chris, which is amazing because you got Steve jobs on speed dial and, no, I was wait. <laughs> uh, no, I was wait till my uh, phone plan wants to like throw it at me for now. Remember, I'm but fr- you know what? I'm, what I'm frugal. saying is this: this authoritarian communist on his fucking on his communist iPhone posting about I, I'm so depressed with the state of political America right now. I'm going to go on a, sh- a clothing shopping spree to cheer myself up and not being ironic one bit. Not being it's not a joke, dude. That's these are the this is Jess. This is a person who's right. I mean, I think he might be your age. I feel I feel we're steering Jess. We're steering you right into something, Jess. Come on. No, I'm not trying to steer. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, like this is this is smack dab, and I'm just like, really, you the brands you buy are your political identity, and you somehow think going on shopping sprees is helping the greater good cause for communism, my brother, the greater good. Like that doesn't make it. Do you understand? Do you understand how many opposing ideologies are fighting at the same time with that one post? (laughs) Yes. And if we have that level of schizophrenia in our most ardent political fucking dissidents in this country, our freedom fighters, our brothers in communism, what the fuck is the average person supposed to fucking think? Cause those people, Man, they know for a hundred percent what they believe is true. They don't question it. I think your average normal person questions shit kind of on a day to day basis, don't we? Like, does that sound right to you? Like, yeah, I, I find myself turning and asking complete strangers sometimes. Does that sound right to you? <laughs> and it's amazing how many people, instead of looking at me like I'm retarded, like I used to get, are starting to go, nah. No, does it to you? I'm like, no. Nah. Because literally nothing makes sense anymore. I can't make sense out of a dollar bill anymore. And it's worth like none of it makes it. We we print a lot of money. So does that go into our debt ceiling, or was that just printed in new money? Well, I mean, they said does that was of, that a dumb question? Part of how they pay those payments is tax revenues. That's in that article. Like you, Rich, you brought up. You haven't been crap. We don't. I think we get past the credit card every April fifteenth. I just think the bill's going to get bigger and bigger. But we don't. We printed what a hundred billion dollars. For Ukraine this year? Right. Are we going to get $100 billion back in tax revenue? (laughs) (laughs) Are we even going to? No. Let's say they fucking somehow clear fucking one-shot knockout, send fucking Russia home with a ruptured their tail and the dick tucked between their legs. We ain't even going to get a fucking thank you card. Are you serious? Are you serious? In fact, they'll probably they'll in ten years there'll be a whole generation of 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 young musicians writing songs about how they hate America for what we did over there, and we weren't even boots on the ground over there. We just were fucking footing the bill. But I, no, I wasn't saying get it back from Ukraine, but even like get it back from our own people. How much do we get back during tax season? This is what I'm talking about. This here is here's the, here's the here's the sad reality. Unless there's another way out of this loop. 1.3 trillion. I don't see a way out of this loop. Here's the sad reality. If you tax the rich, the rich are going to get pissed 
because they have grown used and accustomed to living off of X amount of money that covers this nut plus their fucking play money. Now imagine how much the average family's nut is plus their play money. And imagine being a billionaire. Okay? So they're pissed. Because now the government's going, give us more of your money. Or we're closing loopholes, so in fact you just have to pay the taxes you're supposed to be paying us anyways. And, And so what they do is they start through raising prices. Basically, it... It is a, from top down, shit rolls downhill, and it ends up taxing us. And there's a lot more of us to pay for their product at a now marked up price because they were already making a profit, but they wanted to make a bigger profit. Why? Because that's what their fucking economics book told them they had to do. So no matter what. what Go ahead. Go ahead. They were were, uh, living just fine within their means, and then not anything they did different all of a sudden they're living outside their means they're living above their means and that's how we have shaved off the fucking people on the the true people on the margins of society in this country that's how we've shaved them off since fuck what the dust bowl era so the steinbeck era the early 1900s and that's i don't think it's i don't think it's insidious either i just think it's a byproduct of how this works i mean one of the biggest discussions people start to have is inflation like how come in 1960 you know gas cost this much or cigarettes cost this much and then now in 2023 they cost this much you know inflation okay but all jokes aside why the hell does it cost so much more to live in california today than it does here in kansas or up there in detroit and location. Southern California is is warm, seventy five with a breeze. People want to move there. Five, three hundred. Excuse me, three hundred sixty days a year. It rains maybe five days a year. Right. I'm not joking. And you're, rid- and you're riddled with earthquakes. But that's but that's how much people want to live in a nice fucking climate. They're willing to put up with that and the bullshit that comes along with it that man has implemented upon them on top right. of what Mother but Nature. My, my point is, you don't have to wait. 70 80 years for inflation the dollar means less today out there than it does in here on the same fucking day yes and like chris said because of taxes okay so you said 1.3 trillion dollars is what we've collected in taxes correct but we signed 1.7 trillion dollar spending bills right so how the fuck do we get out of this math you know addition and subtraction like dude like i just went out and bought a house right i didn't go out and just fucking look at anything oh i want that one and just went and like oh i'll figure it out later no like i had to crunch the numbers and figure out what i could afford and then pick accordingly like i don't get how our government does not operate like that that's what i'm saying like we're not doing that so like what do we do (laughs) because we can't make them do that I mean, you figure that out. You can go to Washington right now. Well, well remember when I, Rich got into like uh, 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 it was either last week or the week before about you know the the the, the people in the small town in Michigan actually getting involved and going to the meetings and talking, you know, to, hey, we elected you. Do what we asked you to do. Well, it's I don't think we brought it up. But another thing you do further is if you don't like your you you could recall people. You can start a petition drive. You go and get signatures and going hey. Fuck this guy. They're not doing what... I mean, like, that's... I mean, if you actually want to get into, like, things we can actually do, I mean, there's things like that. I would think another thing you can do is... uh, 
I mean, I don't know. How tinfoil hatty do you want to get? Because, I mean, at a certain point, like, uh, how about practical shit? How about the whole family learns how to fucking keep a garden? How about you get some fucking chickens? It's not real hard to build a coop. And, I mean, especially with the price of eggs like it is. Guys, it's protein. It's meat. It's eggs. It's dairy. The price of protein's going up. Doesn't matter why at the moment. That's just what it is. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, any way to cut the cost on that... Try to be as self-sufficient as possible off of the off as off of as many of the tits of governments and corporations for your day-to-day life to run as smoothly as you can stand it to run. That's all I can suggest for you to do. But you're you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you live that way. Okay. It, what's the other way? In a in a sardine box packed in with ten billion people on an island, or that's only five million on Manhattan. My bad. Well, okay. So the. I won't go too far into this because this is probably just like a rant for myself, but I That's on brand. Go for it. <laughs> I have been on this huge kick. I told you guys I have a garden. I can't have chickens, but their goal for in the future. Um, I do all, of, I do a lot of the things, right? But something that I found myself talking about with other people is that I really want to learn how to can and I don't know how to and like there's YouTube but much like all oh, other places oh of rich the I'm in middle age hey hey that is that is some middle age lady shit I'm just putting that I, out there wanting to learn know, to can that is some southern shit that might be middle age shit where you are but this yeah. is just all southern bitches want to do no, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the amend, amendment he could try to make, but you'd have to have a, Chris, you got to have a, you're a way light in the ass about your knowledge about the South to try to make this amendment. I could make this amendment. That's a middle-aged Southern woman thing to do. Ain't no young Southern chick thinking about that unless that bitch is 300 pounds already. And she already, that bitch, that bitch already was born with high blood pressure and knew how to can, a, 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 a jar and cane shit or whatever the can shit, whatever the fuck. I'm telling you, in my experience, now that's a generational thing, and even though there's only 10 years between us, that's a, well, that's a wider test. Yes, it happens to all of us. And One so, day you're like excited to go home to go to Home Depot, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I still have like at least 15 years before I'm there, so I know you're speaking from experience with you being yeah. well into middle age. I'm not. I am, I am, like, I am totally going to, I could throw your age out right now by just fucking saying, so you're going to live to, exactly, I'm going to see, I like you, like, here's I'm out the here and I will fight you right now. Here's the thing, that's not a deterrent, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's because I like you, that's the deterrent, like, it, like it's not because you're family, not because you're a woman, not because you're a co-host, because I, I, if I didn't like you, I'd fucking out you right now. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> anyway. You ain't going to live to be that old is what I'm saying. So You don't know my life, okay. and I could, okay? okay? Okay. So what the whole rant that I found myself going on is I can't find anyone anymore. Or this was part of the rant, the beginning of the rant. I can't find anyone that knows how to can. And I really want, I really want this skill um, because freezers will only get you so far and I don't want a bunch of freezers in my house. So I didn't, no one wants dehydrated vegetables. No, like, is, is, put, is putting shit in like mason jars and ball jars. Is that part of the, the, the overall yes. canning? Okay. 
that's a southern yes that's a southern thing and that's okay yeah that's a southern thing yes so so i really wanted i i started looking into Is this it, and because you can't find anyone that fucking teach her well yeah, she lives in the new south yeah yeah go to johnson city find someone standing on a the corner they'll teach you well <laughs> The new thing about canning is people like to do um, uh, couponing instead. Yes. So they've shifted from being able to grow and preserve their own food. And now they just want to, you know, go to the store and get really cheap food off the shelf, which is fine. I want the skill. I don't necessarily want to go build myself a survival stock or anything like that. You don't know about YouTube? But I want, well, okay. So with YouTube, you're going to find so much conflicting information. It's like... It's it's like going on there and putting into YouTube like what political party is the best one. You're gonna get all different sorts of do it this way. No, don't do it this way. You'll give your family botulism. Do it this way. That's, no, it doesn't that's, change. That's true, man. That's what I've been the thinking the whole time. Is like you are setting yourself up for the botulism. Right. So that's why I want to do it from someone who has been canning their whole life and all their family still alive. You know, like they know what they're doing. So you gotta find. You gotta find an old, an old Southern broad named Dora or Doris, and uh, <laughs> Barbara would work here. Barbara, that ain't Barb. Yeah, shorten it. Anyway, so it's it's like all of the skills are being just phased out and aged out, and we've gone on about canning so long. I don't remember how this was relevant even a little bit. <laughs> because being self sufficient. Yeah, what what can you do? And I said, I, I yes. Once again, you brought up a good point. You can't even go online and type in how to do something and not end up in the middle of some inter hobby civil war. And you're like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to know what fucking jar to use. That's all. That's only all I a need Trump supporter can't vegetables that way. You know, mason jars is what a true caner or canner were. You know, ball jars are what true. And like, oh my god, dude, really? And the the more telling thing is, I bet you there's a lot of because I can almost kind of hear it in your voice, and I understand why. By the way, not a judgment on your part towards you on my part. I'm just saying, like you're like these people are like, oh, instead of canning, I rather just coupon. And I'm just sitting there going, yeah, that makes perfect sense because everyone in advertising is going, yeah, yeah. Stop buying shit and making it at home or, or stop growing shit and making it at home. Buy shit from us and go make it at home. Or better than yeah. that, buy it from us prepared so we can market the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. And and that's with every skill. That is with, um, with go try to figure out how to raise chickens. It's another thing like canning. If you do it this way, you're not going to get the right eggs. If you do it this way, your chickens are going to get diseases. If you do them for meat chickens, you're going to get sick. And it's just all this convoluted information. And you, unless you know someone who has the skill, you're just kind of shooting in the dark. And not everyone has a ton of money or the extra time to invest in making a bunch of mistakes while trying to figure it all out. Here's, I agree with you. And here's where... Because I can, I can, I can feel the heat coming from both sides, from Chris and Chris and Jess here. But like, you're right. However, being burned is the best teacher. And if you're capable of learning from other people's mistakes, listen to me. I've been burned because I've rushed into making decisions on on on, on things like this and went with 
the quick look. Instead of going, do I need what I'm doing the research on this second? Can I wait and look in different places, get different opinions? Let it sit, let it marinate, let it, you know what I'm saying? Like, understand the, the bigger picture. That is what you have to do. And yes, that's where the time investment, it does come in. It is a pain in the ass. And if you have a short attention span, you're going to end up with a bunch of shit that you start and never finish. Right. But I'm talking about like, I mean, so let's say I grow this massive garden and I spend all this time in growing this huge garden. And I don't, I have a very small garden, but it's what I got. And we expand as we can and move on with our lives. But let's say that I had invested all this time into growing a ton of crops to sustain me throughout the winter, like going old school, going hard. And I go and I buy all the supplies for canning, which have, gotten so freaking expensive um and i read all the books and watch all the youtube videos and i spend a whole week like take a week off work and just do nothing but preserve this food because you have to preserve it while it's ripe you can't just you know it doesn't just sit around and wait on you and i do all of that and i store it and it all goes back it's not just about being burned a little like you got to have some guidance there because that would be hundreds of maybe not hundreds, but yeah, I mean, yeah, tending to a garden all year, hundreds of hours. Just Ooh, is there a canning golf? podcast? I mean, maybe, but then other there's going to be one calling it out. Like that's for, true, man. You go on Reddit looking for some just information, just raw info. You got to wade through the bullshit and the fucking people that are flexing because you got you have people who are ride or die fanboys of like the most random shit. These brands of fucking latex gloves. Anything else, you're a bundle of twigs. It's like what is there a book that's considered huh? like the Bible of canning that you could purchase? Oh, so there's one, and it's the ball canning book, and that is what all the newbies redirect you back to. But then they're going to tell you that that only gets you so far, and if you don't grow everything that goes into these recipes, you can't adjust these recipes at all. So it's really not sustaining if you want canning as a skill because you need to be able to preserve the can, the stuff that you grow, not have to go buy shit to add to the stuff that you're growing. Does that you make know what sense? This is? Yes. And you know what all this is? What? You don't know the steps. You don't know where to go look. And if you did, and that's 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 what needs to be created. There needs to be a a one resource to, for, for people to go to and be like, where do I go for this? And obviously, Google ain't cutting it for whatever reason. I mean, that's a whole podcast huh. in and of itself. There used to be such places. I, so I well, I mean, sometimes maybe the, the old have, ways are the best ways. They had a bunch know. of books, and these catalogs with numbers on them. I things know. like encyclopedias. But now if you go go try to look, find books on canning, they're all going to be... like I'm just using canning as one example. This goes everywhere. No, Jess, I, I'm with you because here's the deal. I had a guy who thought he was a singer who was like, bro, I need you to learn this song and I'll sing it. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, Dude, what shitty Daughtry song or whatever the fuck do you want me to learn? And it was Daughtry, of course. And I'm like, all right, look, man, you fucking find the tab and print it out and bring it to me and basically set it in front of me and I will learn it. But that's it. I'm only learning it to play it once while you sing it. <laughs> yeah. It was like two weeks later, man, I get a call and this motherfucker's like, I can't find it. And I'm like, dude, you go to like tabarchive.com or whatever, type in the artist or the name of the song and boom, even hit printer friendly version. It'll, it'll, 
It'll pop up. It's been there since the dot matrix printer days, dude. And he's like, how would I know that? I don't play guitar. Do you see what I'm saying? It was so <laughs> simple to me. And for two weeks, he was, and that was two weeks of him not wanting to make that phone call to me and say, I can't find it. Because it's me, and I'm the asshole who's going to run him down for not being able to find it. But then when I realized, no, I'm the asshole for not telling him where to find it. it yeah. It's, it's just, it's a very, it's like I said, wow. it's just a very frustrating rant of mine. Sounds like not canning is hurting your feelings. It really does, actually. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. But, so you have, so we're talking, you know, about we're in too much debt, and we, you know, okay, so we can start small, and we can, you know, try to obtain these skills, but it's hard to obtain these skills, but then you have the generation under me that oh, uh, is uh, uh, you're in this one too i believe it says gen z and millennials oh the luxury sales yes i, I thought it was just gen no it said millennials gen z and millennials hold on i have it pulled up they make up a certain percentage but gen z is the the largest consumer gen y and gen z account for all of the luxury market growth last year. Analysts and luxury executives say the appeal of luxury brands to ever younger customers or consumers is tied to a surge of wealth creation over the past few years, along with social media. This was also interesting. Luxury Aren't sales. Are you guys all so poor? Um, yes, to my knowledge. Luxury sales so far have been largely immune to rising interest rates a slowing economy and high inflation. But that makes sense because if you're going out, whenever they're talking about stuff like this, they're talking about like, you know, your Gucci bags and shit, your Louis Vuitton. People can that afford that stuff okay. aren't broke. Hold on, hold on, time out. Is that what they, are we sure? Because I'm like, what's luxury sales? Um, hold on, they give examples down here. I understand like, you know, housing, transportation, shit you don't food, need. But I mean, okay, but... Designer handbags, shoes, watches, jewelry, apparel, and beauty products. Okay. All right. Because uh, now if it's, if that's like, if you, there's a difference between buying Mac and buying uh, Walmart, Walgreens brand eyeshadow. All right. And if they're not making a distinction in that difference, first of all, let's be honest here. Gen Z, y'all, uh, they ain't having kids as young as millennials were and millennials weren't having kids as young as Gen X were and Gen X weren't having kids as you, you see where that's going. Yeah. So they have more quote unquote disposable income to spend on luxury goods. Are they lumping everything in that's not essentials into the luxury goods category? Because, well, it's not taking care of another human being or putting a roof over your head. It's a luxury good. Um, I don't think so. Okay. That's, I, I think that with whenever we're talking about luxury goods, we're talking about the shit that was already, and I think we're talking about shit that was already so ridiculously priced, like spending $20,000 on a purse. Be and I think that because they said that, um, that it's immune, the luxury sales have been immune to rising interest rates, a slowing economy and high inflation. Because if you're, if your heart said, if you're going to save up $20,000, you're going to get that person. That's what matters to you. You don't give a shit if it's $20,000 or $25,000. Like at that point, it's, you know, it's ridiculous, but you, for some reason have to have this luxury designer purse. Do they happen to mention in this particular article, why? these people have this money um i didn't see that other than saying that it was just a surge in wealth creation i'm uh, sure it's things like influencers 
All right, so no, it's, are, it's, are we mad because they're spending money on something that their generation would be killing if they weren't spending money on because nobody else is spending money on? Or are we mad because they're not spending money on, like, what they need? Like, I don't know, like, what? okay, besides the fact that, ha, 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 you buy shit that I don't like, and I think it was a stupid purchase. What what are we what what is the dick waving at their face for? I'm not oh, getting this. Real real quick, did I miss it in the article, Chris? Did you know something I don't know? Well, there's been a few other articles. The, uh, the the average age of people living at home is it's well into the mid 30s now. Right. Like people who are they're not they're complaining. And Rich, to answer your question, this the, the constant hand wringing of home ownership is out of reach, and I'll never be able to afford a home, and this this and that. You know, but you know, a twenty thousand dollar purse? Are you shitting me? Like that exists? Like, oh god, yeah. That's how cheap. much? How much? Oh yeah. Oh dude, you dude. Seriously, if you've ever dated a stripper who had to look good, meaning she couldn't settle for the cheap makeup, holy shit, dude, you have no well, idea. Well, that's also. How much, and I'm not talking the custom made clothes and the stripper shoes either. I'm just talking the nice stuff that's considered nice in a strip club. Is like, oh my god! You better be fucking jerking guys off. I get. I mean, it. You know what I'm saying? But that's t- <laughs> that's ten percent down on a th- on a two hundred thousand dollar house. That's a yeah. car. Mm-hmm. That's. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is I keep reading all this shit about <clears throat> all of this. Like I said, this hand ringing and pearl clutch and like we can't afford homeownership and it's out of reach and it's we're never gonna be. It, and then I see this kind of shit, hearing how much this shit costs. Like, do the math on all these shit you're buying, dumb shits. Well, okay, but this is Gen Z for the most part. And I do understand the millennials are in there, but it, this article is specifically about Gen Z. I didn't have the money to buy a $20,000 fucking purse when I was in Gen Z's age. How much? I got Part of me really wonders how much of this type of attitude of I'll never be able to afford to buy a house is because we've we've raised two generations now completely on bullshit oh you can do whatever you put your mind to whatever you think and if you the, basically we've 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 taught two generations the secret is how you succeed just want something really bad and it'll it'll happen they'll give it to you you're owed it and so they're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to afford a house not taking into consideration it do you see that you are one of seven children living to a single mother in Section 8 housing? Nobody in your family affords a house, asshole. But we've raised them to believe, I should be able to afford a house. It's America. That's not how this shit works. See, because I keep hearing the expectations of, I'll never be able to afford this. I'll never be able to afford this. Really? Gen Z is not even in their fucking mid-30s yet. How many people did we know buying houses in their 20s? You are supposed to be broke under 30. Like, that's just, it, unless you go to college for something really good and are really good, like, like it's just, it, isn't that just how, isn't it just how it is? Or am I just like... I have a, I have, I have a, 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 a woman I know who will literally, and she's, a, she's millennial, uh, but she will literally buy, like, expensive shoes and sneakers Put them on, take pictures of them, post them online on all these different sneaker sites and her her profiles and shit. Take them off, put them back in the box, put them in the closet, never wear them again. She literally buys them, put them on, and flex online. That's I, you, just asking people for to break into your house and steal your shit. Oh, especially when she posts the collection pictures. And I'm like, even if those are resale value, 150 a pop, 
Daddy gonna get paid. I know where the bitch live. You know what I'm saying? If she's lucky, I like her. But I like it, it. But that's the mentality you're dealing with. And when you tell people you'll never be able to afford a house, but they somehow think that flexing online like that and stunting for a bunch of complete strangers is success, because in their world, Chris, it is success. You're a failure. How many followers you got? How long you been doing your podcast? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Right. You ain't got a million subscribers? Get the fuck away from me. Ew. They'd laugh at us. You give me the ick. Get out of here. We'd be follower okay, shamed. <laughs> all the bull, all the all the fucking all the little quips and all the bullshit. So I mean, like this that's what I'm saying. Like you're trying to explain your reality. Whether it's the reality or not, I don't even want to fucking argue. You're trying to explain the reality that you're living to people who have no idea that even exists. It's like explaining the color green to a person who was born blind. How the fuck do you do that? That's a pro. So instead of being mad at them for fucking, oh, I don't know, doing what they were conditioned to do, why don't we get mad at people conditioning them? Yeah, yeah Chris, tell them louder how to find us. <laughs> right? Well, I don't have kids, so you guys have fun. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I feel we, we've, we've, we've done this jag on things like racism where like you just tell people things over and over and over again, they just start to believe it. Well, yeah, dude. What, sorry, Jess, I, but I. This used to be your go-to thing, when we, when we talk about it unregimented. You were like, like when when Aaron or I would be like, "Well, how you get rid of racism?" You'd be like, "Pull up the clip of fucking Morgan Freeman and uh, was it Morgan Freeman? Yes. Who was like, stop talking about it. Yep. And here's the deal. Yeah. We'd almost got to the point where shit was happening in the news, and I would see like. In the, in the 2000s, and I know this has been retconned to the 2000s was the most racist time in history of ever, but like there was in the in the in the middle to late 2000s, up until really the 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 economic crash, the housing bubble burst, you would see like shit on TV, and they would just talk about like this person committed an act of assault against this person. And it wasn't immediately framed as a, this person was a savagely attacked due to racism by this. You know what I'm saying? Race wasn't brought up constantly. It was there. It was brought up, but it wasn't the default setting. And it wasn't the default setting by a lot. And we erased that in less than 10 years. Why? By just talking about shit. So what can we do ultimately? I don't know. What the fuck? How did that, how did people get, how did, fuck enough until you have enough kids to where they can change the world through just sheer going this is the way we want it and everybody goes okay well and also to that point with gen z buying luxury shit and like why do, basically what gives them the audacity and then to complain about the state of everything you have cnbc telling you that you know much like houses that live outside their means so does the government it is what it is carry yeah. on that's about the biggest case of whataboutism in the media. Supposedly the media that hates whataboutism. What, what the? We're okay. Hey, uh, yeah, the government's running a deficit. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the government, much like your shittily run house, runs at a deficit. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cops. Yeah, this. Here's, you know, here's the deal. If the motherfucker said that, if a motherfucker was looking you dead in my, if a motherfucker was looking me dead in my baby blues and said that to me, he probably better get ready for a fight. But that's the way they talk to us in mass, and we just go, oh, okay. Who are we angry at? Okay. Yeah, because a person is smart, people are stupid. It finally applies, Earl. Took you seven years. No, it's applied before. But no, they, that is very true in this respect. All right. Wow. So real, 
We should probably speed round it. Or do you, yeah. do you have one more thing? One more, well, no, not about that. I was going to bring up, and we can even speed round this really quick. We don't have to do go super, super deep into this, but a total shift of gears again. Uh, no great transition on this one. But there were two articles that were released this week that you found, Chris, about the COVID vaccine. And one of them was about how the COVID mRNA vaccine increases adverse reactions, like adverse events. And that article specifically talked about how um, people were getting, like it was being found in multiple autopsies that people had blood clots to their lungs and uh, were dying of sudden cardiac events. And wasn't the author of this uh, article or the doctor that was cited on the FDA committee that helped approve the mRNA, the mRNA vaccines? Uh, was that that one or was that the FDA advisory doctor that said it was time to rethink the booster? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm confusing my crazy Cause they're, like I said, stories because that's what they'll be labeled as. We'll probably get labeled for misinformation for this. Probably. Uh Wait, no, okay. Joseph Fryerman, the lead author to the peer-reviewed research that reanalyzed Pfizer and Moderna trials for mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, has tweeted, I believe the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine needs to be withdrawn. So was he the one on the committee? I don't think this one was. This one was in India. The one that was about the serious adverse events was... So we're talking in- about the first one? Yes. All right, I have my hand now, so we're not chasing our tail well just real quick to interject russell brand also uh brought up that in uh some more documents that 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 in 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 missions that have come out that one of the people on the payroll for pfizer is also on the payroll and was advising the government about what they should advise social media to allow and not allow on their websites how is that not conflict of interest that's conflict oh, of interest on multiple levels, dude. You do that like, it's like, real, many levels. If me and my buddy do something like that in a business we own together, we will go to jail. Because they make the rules, man. <laughs> they, they own the lawyers that go in there and make the rules. I mean, I mean that's the epitome of big farmer going, watch this. I, it's the, the true rules for thee and rules for me, there it is. Okay. They got Y'all do. Y'all do know who Fauci's wife is, right? Uh, remind me. I, the, I remember having this conversation, though. The chief of the Department of Bioethics at the NIH? Yes. Like, <laughs> like there are no rules. This that is bitch is the real anyway. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, from IndiaTVNews.com, it was published January 10th. Uh, A U.S.-based researcher has claimed that the messenger RNA COVID vaccine can increase serious adverse events in people, including sudden cardiac deaths. Hmm. I mean, like, class on a football field. Uh, And the the video of the... Hey, DeMar, did you have one? (laughs) The video of Russell Brand I'm talking about is referring to the, uh, the MM... That's a phrase that never comes out of my mouth. Say it for me. mRNA. Thank you. Yeah. Those vaccines specifically, so that's why I brought that up. So Joseph Freeman, the lead author of the peer-reviewed research that reanalyzed Pfizer and Moderna trials for mRNA, mRNA, mRNA God damn it, it's in front of me and I can't even say it. mRNA, <laughs> mRNA COVID vaccine has tweeted, I believe the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines need to be withdrawn. We found the vaccine increases serious adverse events at a rate of 1 in 800. At the time of the publication, my co-authors and I did not believe our single study warranted the withdrawal of the messenger RNA vaccines from the market. 
However, since its publication, multiple new pieces of evidence have come to light, and this has caused me to reevaluate my position, said Freyman in a video that surfaced online. Uh, in another tweet, he mentioned that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration published study surveillance data finds that Pfizer COVID vaccine increases the risk of lung blood clots by 50%. He said he and his team have concluded multiple autopsy studies that provide essential conclusive evidence that vaccines include sudden cardiac death. Mm -hmm. India TV news.com i had to f that was something in that was something in uh, in my google feed isn't that like okay we made our money now bring it back in case we got it wrong that sounds like initially the test went well and now that we're collecting more data it's not going so good maybe we should take this out for a second but now we're so yeah but 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 now we're so ensconced right and get this vaccine like now there's so much money in it now. We've already bought and paid for all these vaccines. Fucking what? It's finer now. Uh, what do we got to get? We got to get a ninth shot. Are we up? What number of shot are we up to? Chris, you just you just described like what what people call conspiracy theories in history. Probably exactly what leads to most of the biggest fuck ups, like in in the history books, is well shit. <laughs> We're in this far. Might as well double go or fuck go all in. Fuck double right? go down. Just push it into the middle, man. There was he, no second gunman on the grassy knoll. I mean, wasn't. seriously, at a certain point, it's like that's all you have to look at it and be like, that's what they're doing, right? They're just going, I'm all in. This is either the biggest bluff in the history of the world or I'm fucked. I mean, I just it just feels this way. It's and here's the scary thing. I'm starting to see cracks in the armor of the people who've carried the most water for all these people in these fucking fields of, of science. And that's starting to scare me because these are people who have either because they truly believed it, were drinking deep of the Kool-Aid and carrying the water or because they didn't want to fuck with their career. were carrying water, but either way for them to start making noise, that's pretty, that's, that says a lot in my, in my mind, maybe I'm wrong, but that says a lot. Well, in the initial testing there, I don't want to go super conspiracy on this, A, because we don't have time, and B, because it's honestly tired. But there wasn't enough testing. We know this. It's a fact. It j There was not enough testing. And I, I don't think even see were, how that's up for debate now. Right. Well, okay, but there were animal trials that they had to keep pulling because the animals were not fucking surviving. And then they would go back and be like, no, they, it shows that they died because we had to euthanize them because that's what they do to animals afterwards. But that's the only reason. Carry on. Nothing to see here. And then that would be buried and we would just all fucking move on. That that was the whole thing. There were no long-term studies done. The the long the long-term studies are the people they're giving it to. There have been no long-term studies on any of these fucking boosters or how many of these boosters, like at what point are you given too much? There's no studies on that. Oh god. One of the, got one, going. Of the one of the scariest things that I ever heard is from someone who works in the uh, related field was and this is a person i know outside of her job so she was speaking very frankly but she was just like uh i mean here's the truth we're the fucking we're the testing group. we're the yeah. long test that's yeah, it that's kind of funny because they're like you got to file the science stop stop listening to the left and the right and the politics you're gonna you're gonna die if you don't take it follow the science and now they're like uh there wasn't enough science well, yeah, but also too. Just, <laughs> also, if the science starts going away, they don't like uh, that message goes and away. And speaking of hey, booster, I, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask a question. 
Would we have been clamoring for a vaccine for COVID if it wasn't for all the lockdowns? Because I just remember everybody eventually getting, or not, excuse me, not everybody, starting to sound like a certain co former co-host of ours. I just remember a lot of people saying that, like, man, just take the fucking shot so we can fucking get out of lockdown. You know what I I'm mean, saying? You know, if you like, listen to, to Bill Maher uh, on his podcast, he, he, he inevitably has a COVID section come up every week like we do. And I feel like all podcasts do the last three weeks or years. Uh, and he said he didn't want to take the shot, but he wanted to go back to work. He's like, I don't want to get fired. So I just took the fucking shot. This is what I'm saying. Like, that's what's scary about this. And when it's boiled down all to why was this done, an opportunity presented itself and greedy people walked in and saw a chance to cash in. And they didn't give a single fuck about our health. Because remember, folks, politicians, executives, they don't have to take the shot. It was in the paperwork. Mm -hmm. They know it was voluntary for federal workers and the companies that these CEOs were fucking CEOs of everybody there had to take the shot. They did. That's how much they stand behind their product. What's really messed up is uh, I recently became single and I started looking on these dating websites. Oh yeah, man. It's funny as shit. Isn't that fun? They say it. uh, Do you drink socially? Not at all or whatever. Do you smoke pot? Socially, not at all. Yes, or whatever. Do you smoke? Eh, sometimes, socially. Are you vaccinated? Yep. Every yeah, dating, every dating app has your has vax status, and if you want to display it or not. Yes. It's like you got to be kidding me. That's how it is. Also, looking for babysitters. Um, if you go on there, then they are. They will tell you, like in their bio, if. They are vaccinated, and they will tell you if they will work with a non-vaccinated family. See, now, well, to me, that's at least fair. Because in that case, a babysitter is acting as an independent contractor. It's up to them to set the terms of their conditions for them to work for you. If you don't agree to those terms, just like if they don't agree to your terms, you guys part ways and no harm done. But if you pay someone and get a receipt, you know what I'm saying, for something, and they're like, no, I'm not going to serve you, that's it. And that's what was going on. That's what was going on. I, like, 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 maybe not in the South, but up here, like, I, I, I remember it. I'm sorry, my brain ain't that burned out. I remember people fucking getting pissed. I'm not serving you. You're not wearing a mask. You can't even walk in here. Get out. Get out. I'm going to call the cops. All that bullshit. Fuck all that noise, man. Yeah, no, we didn't do that, really. We had a couple places, but. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I, and my guess is the push to just take. To shut up and take the jab, man. Probably wasn't as full court press down in Tennessee as it was up here. I or in urban areas. I man. Man oh well, yeah. I mean, but man, I fucking the amount of people I still see gloved, masked, face shielded in their car by themselves. I'm like <sighs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, how do you leave the house without having a heart attack from panic every day? Right? Or still, you are terrified of life more so than the rest of us. Or still, just even saw a dude this morning walk into Seven Eleven with a gator mask on, but his nose is uncovered. It's like Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the ones that really I don't understand. They're still wearing the mask, but it's a butt chin. I'm like, do you see anyone else in this store wearing a mask, let alone pulling it down because they don't want to wear it, but they're just doing it just to do? Motherfucker, what is wrong with you? And he coughed as he walked in, which I thought was ironic. And funny to me. 
But yeah, so so back on stupid. Back on our shit. Um, then there was also the other story is that a member of the FDA vaccine advisory committee says it's time to rethink the COVID nineteen booster shot recommendations. Not everyone should run to get the latest booster shot. He said if the goal is to keep people from contracting serious cases out of intensive care at the hospital, then the elderly and people with underlying health conditions should get the booster, but others may not need to get it if they have had three doses of the mRNA-containing vaccine or two doses and have had natural infection. So I'm covered because I had two doses and I got the, the virus. Done. Yep. Stop hassling me. Yep. He doesn't think that is a viable public health strategy. And, and the notion of trying to vaccinate as much of the population as often as possible to try to decrease transmission because it doesn't decrease transmission. Well, knowing all of that, Chris, do you want to get a cup of coffee and chat for a minute? <laughs> like metaphorically? Like dating app. Because cause you're single and, oh. and, and you're, you're vaccinated. Oh, no. I'm not like fully vaccinated. By the way, to... I gotta, I gotta ask. I, I just, I have to. Oh, you're oh, that's okay. So you're not fully vaccinated, according to these psychos. Well, no, I mean, I got, I didn't, I only, I was in on the first two. I was in the, I was in on the, I was in on the shot that could get me back into society. But yeah, I got zero boosters. Okay. Um. Well, I'm just wondering, like, if they're, like, do they ask to see your paperwork? You just take your yeah, I'm I'm bitch, I'm double poked and boosted, ho. What's fuck? And you just lying your ass off. Well, I usually either put that I am, or I also put like don't show this because I don't give a fuck. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Down here to get back into restaurants, you did have to show paperwork. We have little cards that says which vaccine we got and where where we got it and when we got it. Ha, I threw mine out. It's like fuck this. I don't need this anymore. It was like a lifetime ago, but also yeah. not. I, and, and the only reason I kept it in my wallet was in the cases Rich was talking about, in case someone wanted to be a fucking hero. Look, here's my card, dipshit. Leave me alone. It's, it's all just to not be hassled. I wasn't trying for the greater good. No, I'm not noble. No, I just don't hassle me. The greater good. Uh, yeah, and the greater good is leave me alone. That's my greater well, see, good. But this is this is what I'm saying. This is, I mean... If this was a probe to see how far they could fucking push, they basically found out like, yeah, we'll go along with shit as long as we're not inconvenienced too much. Like you, they, it's like they're trying to find the Goldilocks zone. How much can we inconvenience them before they finally go? You know what? Fuck you. We're done. Okay, we've been I, playing along. Yeah, I've now said we're done. This since it started, they found the right animal. They tried the monkey thing, the pig thing, the bird thing. Tried a whole bunch of different animals. People were like, get the fuck out of here. Came, uh, wait a minute, you got a bat disease out of China? Yo, stick me which, twice. Which, by the way, is, is I, I just... Oh, we're, oh, we're definitely God. getting flagged for misinformation on this show. <laughs> I, give a fuck. Um, fuck YouTube. I, especially, especially YouTube, but that's beside the point. Um, damn, you got me so fucking thinking about that. Now I'm thinking about that. that, that, that on that, whatever. Yeah. You're all so, so let's jump to the YouTube. Let's jump to the YouTube. The, 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 the YouTube subject. The oh, the adjusted swearing policy. Yes. Okay. All right, Chris, you sent this, right? Yes. Do we got a date on this article? Uh, it is January fourteenth of this year. So, like four days ago, when we're recording this. 
Okay, because is if this is the you can't swear in the first thirty seconds minute, or they like it was a minute and then they lowered it to thirty seconds, whatever. If this is the story about that, this is like so. This is something from like initially almost a year ago that the fucking you can't cuss in the first thirty seconds or you'll be demonetized or whatever it was. You know, first X amount of I think time. The story's about the reaction. I think it's about like a year later, people are pissed or whatever. I'm trying to find it. Okay, um, well, here's my problem with that. One, you were like, how hard was it not to cuss when we cracked the mic of specs? Yeah, okay, I get that. That's not what YouTube's been, their platform's been built on. And by the way, the major media companies, they don't have to go by any of these rules. That's what's bullshit. That's what's horse shit. And that's what, once again, they're pointing out this rule, and they're being like, isn't this kind of silly for them to be upset about? When really it's, they can't say words like covid they can't say words like China outbreak, Wuhan uh, labs, because they'll get fucking marked and, and, and demonetized and taken down and flagged and all this other shit. Meanwhile, and these are, these are independent media, recognized media play, organizations. The Hill, we're not talking independent, like a guy set up in his basement like, like type shit. Talking legit media sources. Can't use this language. And it's all part of this fucking, this policy. Yet this is the sexy thing that grabs the headlines. Why? Because it sparks quick and simple outrage. Like how hard is it not to cuss? I don't go on YouTube much. See, I, I, I like, I've talked to a lot of YouTube creators and the YouTube algorithm is kind of like a, an opposite. Like it's, it's like watching a, a train wreck in slow motion to me and to watch people. There are people who literally have channels built around how to beat the algorithm on YouTube or how to exploit it. And it is a full-time fucking job. <laughs> I'm just like watching those people like the fucking shit you have to do and dance around certain, certain thumbnails for, uh, uh, videos you post. You can't post certain expressions. You can't post certain stances and, st and stuff like this, by the way, None of this for corporate media. None of this for big media outlets that use YouTube for free promotion or any of that. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It's always the small and and middling, struggling to get to me, you know, to to like the low end of fucking mainstream acceptability and 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 noticeability. Oh, by the way, the everybody's dander was up in November. It went to fifteen seconds. So now YouTube okay, yeah, is yeah. going to make adjustments, quote unquote. But yeah, that was that was one. Of the, it was just another one of those things. It's like the YouTube creators that I saw made videos about it and talked about it were like, it's not that hard. In fact, most of them they made a joke about it. They're like, well, I was going to accept, you know, a, a sponsorship from so and so, but I didn't feel the need to say fuck in the first thirty seconds. By the way, YouTube, that was 31 seconds. Like, they would do shit like that. So it was like, they were more upset about everything else that was packaged in with that policy change. So, like I said, from an insider point of view, I don't know anyone on the inside who was upset about that. Gotcha. It's, I fell for it. Well, it's kind of like, and you'll get this, you'll really understand this. I was talking to this guy on, on it, I was asking for trouble in a YouTube comment section, but it was a music thing, oh boy. and I thought I was safe. And someone asked a question about a guitar that one of the, the people on stage were using in this live clip, and I gave him the info. And I was like, if you can even hunt up the serial number, I can even probably tell you what year it was made, blah, blah, blah. And then I explained to him how to do it, 
And then, of course, someone pops in with, well, at least you're not one of these stupid boomer musicians who got mad because she smashed it at the end of it and was like, yeah, look at that chick smash a guitar. That's all a chick can do with a guitar. That's all all these musicians are. And I'm like, I, dude, I've been around musicians almost my entire life. I've been playing guitar since I'm five. I don't know any musicians. that. That's not how all of us are, and that's not how even the majority of us are. You know what most of us say? Oh, God, really? Get a new fucking bit. Yeah. I'm mad that bitch thinks she's the first one who's done it. Yeah. I mean, first of all, the hacks would go, Hendrix was, the who was, Link Ray was, okay? So that's where the real motherfuckers are, and I'm a real one, so don't come at me with your bullshit about, well, all musicians. No. If musicians that you hang around say that shit, you hang around a bunch of shitty musicians who are attacking her. Oh, because I forget to say. It was... They're attacking her because she's a woman and smashed the guitar, not because she smashed the guitar. And I'm like, no, most musicians, they don't give a fuck guy or woman. They either go, yeah, that's cool at the moment, maybe, or that's stupid. That's a waste of a good guitar. Give it to me. Yeah. That's the response I've heard overwhelmingly most of the time. Even non-musicians like Earl will say that shit. Well, I was going to say, tell that guy to listen to the musician her. That woman could play a fucking guitar very, very well. I don't know who that is. It's literally her, her name's her. H period, E period, R period. She's an R and B jazz lady. Oh, okay, okay. I th- she does state farm okay. commercials, but no, she can It's I, like staying. Yeah. Her name is her. I was she thinking yes. like I was thinking it was a band like him, but her. You know, and I'm like like the band him is named him. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I inspected her. her finger movements in her commercials. She's playing, or at least she's feigning playing what she's playing. Like, she at least knows. She's Michael J. Fox in her way through it. Yeah. Like, she knows uh-huh. what she's doing. She knows what she's doing on a fretboard. It's not like someone gave her a guitar and went, here you go. It's like Ralph Macchio knew positionings and hand shapes, but he wasn't in the, in the movie Crossroads. He knew positioning and hand shapes. So he could mime playing, but he could never cleanly fret and, and change the shapes. Guess, so he was never really pressing down on the strings on the fret. I guess what I'm saying, I'm seeing she's, trust me, if you saw it, you'd be like, yeah, she's playing. No, 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 no. I, oh, yeah, instantly. Believe me. Yeah. I, when I, the first time I saw the Chili Peppers halftime show sober, I was like, they're not, they're not playing. And then I was like, wait a minute, they're not even plugged in. But I was going by what their hands were doing. I'm like, they're not playing that. I pl- I know how to play Give It Away. That's not where they play that at. Mm-hmm. Well, too, and people were like, well, what about wireless? I was like, well, you have to have the th- you have to have something in the hole of in your the input jack. Yeah, yeah there's got to be something in there to transmit antenna. the signal. Yes, <laughs> like they don't have anything in there. Oh, and and by the way, wireless usually doesn't mean 100% wireless. It just means. The wire runs to the to the clip that's on your fucking guitar strap. Yeah. Then the wireless signal sent from there to the receiver, to your rig. So yeah, if, no, no. I, but you see what I'm saying? Like when you see someone really who can play, you you know, you know. Yeah. So like if you know you play, you know. So we're we're validating you, Earl. Yes, her can play guitar. That just sounds that just sounds like bad grammar. Which, by the way, I can't remember. Her who is this good. Sh- I can't remember who this chick was that, that, that this video that I ended up fucking watching, but, and then, and then, and like the outrage was sparked on, but I just thought it was just hilarious. Cause I'm going like, seriously, this is what people argue about now because 
like I said, for 30 years, the only argument I heard was that's a waste of a good guitar. Or the, the, the argument I heard the most, I should say, is that's a waste of a good guitar. Like very rarely it was like attack the person doing the smashing on a personal level for something like their color, gender. The, most more likely would to be attacked. Well, he's in that shitty band Nirvana with his shitty music. He might as well smash it. He sucks anyways. Like, like, That's more likely to be attacked than anything he ever, anything about the artist. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest. But now it's like immediately attack the artist for their identity. Which, if or assume the artist is being attacked for their identity. Which, if you think about at least the music scene back in the day, like, it, I think you're, you're, you're assuming more misogyny than you think. Musicians really don't give a fuck who or what is on the stage. They give a fuck if it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I've been, there are plenty of bands where, like, uh-oh, chick band, here we go. And I'd be like, holy shit, you know, that boy good. You know, or same thing, or, or, you know, or being in a fucking metal bar and then, uh, you know, a bunch of black guys come up being like, uh-oh, how's this going to go? And it, it, Yeah, musicians don't give a fuck what you look like. What's between your legs? Just if you suck on stage or if you're good on stage, they're going to let you know. I can tell you this. I pretty much get, learned to get out of the mindset of, oh, my God, a chick playing their in, a chick playing instrument well, probably about 17, 18, because I'd played out enough to where I'd met enough female musicians where it wasn't weird. And they weren't like band female band musicians like I met in school. These were like bitches that were like, come here, pussy, pop open a beer with their right. teeth, be like, Come here. Let me use that dick of yours as a doorstop. Come here, thumb dick. And I'm like, God damn, bitch, who are you talking to like that? <laughs> you know? Like, these are bitches that might as well have been one of us. And right. we didn't care. We didn't. It was never about that. And yes, for the chicks that were talentless, who were trying to get by on their fucking push-up bras and their bustiers and shit, yeah. Yeah, they caught hell from real musicians. And the chicks that were real musicians were standing right next to us, giving them hell just as hard yeah. as we were. So fuck off. I was there. You weren't. Fuck off. There. I've completed my trip to the dark side. I'm officially old. I was there. You weren't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're not allowed to run videos here anymore. Hey, kids, <laughs> get off my lawn. Telling you, man. They're so fucking tired of people who were fucking t like 22 talking about 1993 like they were fucking 25 and there when like in the room when andrew wood died from mother love bone and pearl jam was born from the ashes get the fuck out of my well, so face people you have no idea what you're talking about people talk about like 1993 was 1953 absolutely that there's no way of people too there's no way i would sit and talk with someone who was like who had 25 years on me when i'm like 20 about something that happened in the 60s and I would try to argue with them about what what they saw and what happened with them personally. Oh. Now, if I if I if I think they're bullshitting me, I'll either tell them, call them a liar to their face, or just shine them on and be like, whatever, and end the conversation. But I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's a generational difference. I think I just nailed another one with between Gen X and not not you personally, Jess, but you know, your your ilk and the people. Like if we it, it when we it, if we heard someone that was alive during the sixties, we'd be like, dude, tell me about that shit. We wanted to hear about it. What was it like being alive then? And it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like, Oh, tell me about before electricity, grandpa. It was like, Oh, some cool shit went down in the sixties. How was it to be alive then? Tell me Realize, stories. 
you, it is, it was mind. I don't know about you, Jess, and I don't know about you two. I don't know about any of you guys, but for me, it was mind blowing when I realized that everything that I was sneaking around doing as a teenager, all these old motherfuckers around me had done and done 15 times worse. And I was just like, wow. Because it was like, I realized like, oh shit, <laughs> we're all pretty much like chewing the same dirt. Like it's, we're not, ain't, I know it's going to sound kind of like, can't we all get along, but it, really not all that different. Just okay. Uh, and you realize they're human. You stop seeing them as like this other thing. They're not separate from you. They're just an older version of a human. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's uh, around the time, you know, somewhere between eighth and ninth grade. I just, my dad just having a conversation with me, like anything you're going to do, I've done it twice. Like pretty much just it, 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 kind of the, the, the same spirit of what you just said, Rich, just kind of like, you know, it, and being reminded of that several times over the next few years, hearing the same shit. Like, dude, you think you're being slick. I fucking know what you fucking just did. Yeah, that I remember that day when I realized my father really did walk to school uphill both ways. In the snow? Barefoot? Uh, in the snow, but probably not barefoot. I didn't mean it that way, but I guess just like, I said it to my nephew. I said it to him this summer. Dude, I know what you're up to. I've, you... I feel like I was 18 years old, like five years ago. Dude, I remember being your age, and I know what you're up to. I just, I just always tell them, don't catch a case. It'll fuck up your life till you're 30. See, for the most part, uh, uh, most of my family, at least on one side, one of my parents' sides, were like your dad, Chris. But my, my dad, uh, he, I was a wild motherfucker compared to him as far as the shit I did, so... Like he, he one time thought, I guess he thought he was prepared to hear about what his, you know, his, his firstborn son had, had done. And I'm like, you know, 16 years old and I'm like, all right. So anyways, so like four hits of acid, that's pretty much where I top out. Like I'm tapping out right there. I'm not doing anymore. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're starting off pretty. I'm like, oh, I'm not even gotten to the cocaine yet. And he's like, I don't really need to hear the rest of this. <laughs> And that's when I was like, oh, shit, damn. And I mean, like, okay. So, it, it, but I get, I get, when you realize that there's nothing new under the sun, all this shit's been done before. And it's, it's not like the biggest sin we have is looking back at the past and thinking the people back then were stone stupid. Right. And we're, we're horribly backwards and there was no forward thought, no progressive true progressive thought not this bullshit that passes for it now none of that we except for like the very few people who we build up just to tear down in western society in the history books but it's like that's not reality in fact in a lot of ways we're a lot dumber than people 100 years ago because take away our fucking electricity and all those other bullshit most of us probably wouldn't make it six months 100 years ago well, not with me. I can't can food. So hey, here you go, Chris. Call back to the beginning of the show. Thirty, forty years ago, Demar Hamlin would have died on the field. Yeah, thirty, forty years ago, maybe the fucking Philly fanatic would have come out in the fucking cart, ran over him <laughs> to the tune of Disco Inferno, burn baby, burn playing while he's doing it. Like, come on, That's right? Yeah, Bengals fans are taking a <laughs> dump on his in his helmet. Get his socks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's paralyzed. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
<laughs> Find his mother. That's what you get, lady, for sending him out here with killers. That's what you get. There you go. Well, we'll end with a death joke. No dick joke. How about that, Jess? <laughs> well, I mean, since we did meet the dick joke quota, I feel like that's yes. only fair. Our quota, our, our dick, our dick joke quota overfloweth. Yes. <laughs> Uh, when you're not going to big dick energy, some, some uh, of some of our some of our dick quota has overflowed into the next, <laughs> boiled over yes. into the next episode. <laughs> Isn't that a dick joke? Your dick joke overflowed. Yeah, boiled gonna, over. No, it just flowed. Sorry, it's coming out Sorry. of ease. Hey, when you're not I going, interrupt when he's trying to pay bills. Yeah, when you're not going to big dick energy on a budget dot com, go to <laughs> you know Twitter. And, Make uh, sure to click the Amazon banner. Yeah, right. Go, <laughs> go to go to Twitter, Facebook. Follow us at Gen Exhausted Pod. Yeah, click the Amazon banner, the PayPal button if you want to help us out. And wherever you listen to this show, rate us, review us, one to five stars, whatever. Just help spread the word. Tell people about the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Go to Big Dick Energy on a Budget dot com, and we'll see you next week. Later, guys. See ya. Peace out, y'all. Here's my story. It's sad but true. It's about a girl that I once knew. She took my love, then ran around with every single guy in town. Zap!